Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Running on Scuffs. Uh, I am your host, Justin Seeger, joined by a wonderful panel of gentlemen here with us tonight. We've got a full show, uh, so full, uh, gentlemen, that we weren't able to fit it into one hour tonight. We've got a lot to talk about, uh, and we've got a playoff uh, grid to go through. Um, so welcome to our two-hour special uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we've got a, uh, for those of you who do not know, uh, we have a one-year anniversary coming up tomorrow. Um, so this this kind of fits into our, our one-year anniversary show as well. So uh, happy anniversary uh, to the to the gentleman here, especially the uh, to the four of us who have been here since uh, since day one, I can't believe I've made it a whole year with you. You and me both, um, bud. <laughs> um, and uh, Zach uh, Williams, we're happy to have brought you on as as well. We're happy to have you a part of our team. And of course, we've got Mr. Matt Nicholson here, who's been a good friend of us yep. uh, here at Running on Scuffs. Uh, we're glad to have you here tonight. Uh, so let's start off with some introductions, some proper introductions. Uh, starting off with Mr. Zach Bell. Zach, I've I've lived with you for much longer than a year now. Yeah, Justin, we've been through two podcasts, two companies, eighteen bajillion uh, NASCAR league races together. Where I have definitively wrecked you more than you've wrecked me, but I've certainly been more pissed at you than you than uh, you've been pissed at me. Well, you know, it's uh, it, it's. I, I'm studying to become a pastor, so I don't feel like it's it's fair for me to like be pissed at you. Like, well, I mean, let me phrase like, so there used to be incidents on the track. I'm not like I hate Justin. I'm angry at Justin, but I'm like Justin of all the people who's my friends. Like, you know, what do I thought would have raced me better? But then I've just adopted the Denny Hamlin approach: race your friends like an ass, and race your asshole for, like race the asses like a friend. <laughs> That's why I raised Dan so well. Like Dan and I, we never have issues. Neither do Mike and I. So Justin and I have a lot of contact. So I'm the Kyle Larson in your world here. Like you are Kyle Larson and Ricky Stenhouse, because I know uh, Zach Williams said earlier, Denny Hamlin doesn't have friends, and that's not true. Denny does have friends. Just well, you know, he doesn't treat him very well. He's got a whole basketball league, so I mean, he's got to have some mm -hmm. new friends. His friends, MJ. Look, there are people better than any driver, so. It, in all fairness, Dan, there are some people who like play basketball leagues without actually being friends. They just like who like. That's not a thing. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> not, not, not a NASCAR. <laughs> that is true. Uh, <clears throat> not that I would know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's let's get. We've got a, a couple Florida men to to get to. You heard from uh, from Mr. Dan Foster. Uh, Dan, I, I asked you this when you uh, when you joined here. You've got a hurricane headed your way, sir. Are you uh, are you guys prepared? Uh, I mean, as prepared as we're gonna get. I mean, by the time it gets to where I'm at specifically, uh, at worst it'll be a Category One. So basically, a lot of, a lot of rain, a little bit of wind. Um, I'm I'm not really gonna go anywhere. I got some goats and chickens in the backyard. I can't really take with me if I did. So uh, we're just gonna hang out here at the house and. Uh, Maybe hook a generator up, cook some hamburgers, hot dogs on the back porch on the grill or something, but nothing too crazy. It's like a you're not gonna like make a, chicken or goat burgers. No, I mean I ha I do have some chicken in the freezer. Wow, from, from some of the roosters I killed this year, but no. Wow, <laughs> wow. You know, I guess credibility. 
I guess we're probably not going to be getting sponsored by any animal rights groups. I don't think Peter's going to join. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, guys. I mean, to be, honest, <laughs> to be fair, they're probably not NASCAR fans to begin with. So eh, it's well, not a know. real big loss there. Well, they haven't been they haven't been sponsoring Eric Almarola for a long time either. So mm. you know, with with Smith exactly. on being on board. Uh, Zach Williams, you're our other uh, Floridian in the group. Uh, or do you? Have any? Are you any more afraid of the hurricane, or is it just a typical Tuesday for? You no, it's it's just a regular Tuesday. Uh, we got plenty of beer, uh, plenty of gas for the generator. We're we're set. Just uh, I, I think they're just enjoying the day off of work. Like what day off for work? Work? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> well, I'm off the day it's supposed to come, so it's not. A I'm not off day. either one. I'm expected to drive across state lines. Let's do it. Uh, well, you know. Anyways, uh, Mister, it's a it's a good thing that we are uh, we're having a two hour show because we we tend to get long winded here. Mister Mike Daphner, someone who, uh, from my understanding, doesn't know much uh, uh, from personal experience uh, with hurricanes. Uh, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. We've gotten some remnants here and there, but usually it's just strong storms by the time it gets to us because see the problem is, is the hurricane goes through and then it hits the warmer air that's now been pushed up into the midwest so it just like pops off and it's like really yeah it's it's always interesting uh and of course last but not least our guest mr matt nicholson matt how are you doing this evening sir well you guys have hurricane alley covered i've got dixie alley for tornadoes covered here in alabama so we're good to go with that but yeah i'm good everything's all good here in the friendly confines of the heart of dixie yeah well sit, sitting here at, uh in your sister state of mississippi uh i i can uh, attest we've got dixie alley pretty well covered uh, as far as tornadoes go so um i'm sure it'll be interesting once we get around october and november I'm especially sure. with zach also in texas like y'all got that whole area covered and well, then hold on we got the hold hurricane on. boys here and then you've got ohio which just says i'll take all of it <laughs> <laughs> zach you were you were gonna say something there i'm in north texas like i don't i don't experience a lot of the severe weather that like texas has you know i'm a little further north like i don't get any like the major hurricane stuff because i'm like five hours from the coast of texas at best and then on top of that like uh, you get occasionally get a tornado but it's been like several years since i remember like an actual tornado coming through i just prefer to say i live right next to the right on the right on the cross or right on the corner of the sun and hell <laughs> that's fair oh uh, yeah we're, i mean we've been feeling that down here too yeah oh uh, yeah and my yeah, next door neighbor is doing hamlin you know we're not going to talk about what the temperature is in ohio today yes mike hush yeah <laughs> we, we don't in all honesty mike we don't really care until it's like january so right like, so um anyways uh we've got a great show uh, what kind of a uh, show would it be if we didn't get our our weekly weather forecast uh for all of our areas going first so uh but we've got uh, a couple other things that we've got to discuss tonight we're gonna have a great show we've got a new segment uh coming up uh dan might have uh, something to to tell us about that of course we're gonna do our race review segment and we've got a few stories to cover and then after that we have got a full probably a full hour hour and a half long debate 
for the playoff grid. We're going to go through the entire playoff grid. We're going to have fun, and we're going to uh, we're going to debate who we think is going to make it all the way down to the championship four. So, uh, and and we're even going to see if we can crown a champion. Something tells me it's not going to go that smoothly because we've got a lot of different opinions. Um, so we'll see who can sell, uh, get the best sales pit here tonight. Uh, for- we know Zach's favorite driver is not in it, so that eliminates one biased opinion. Well, my least favorite driver is in it, so he's gone for me. I, I thought we were going to I make don't it. I have a favorite, so we're good. Hey! Okay, Chastain. Dan, Dan has <laughs> so many he doesn't like. But he does actually like drivers. Let me tell you, all of you listening, Dan claims he does not have a favorite. Dan does not have a favorite, but he has plenty of least favorites, which then makes him have a favorite. <laughs> who, who is your least, least favorite, Dan? Cup Series? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, it was Kyle Busch for the longest, but he's kind of grown on me. Um, No, your least, least favorite. Like, you're... My least least favorite, like yeah. the one you like the most out of your least. Favorite. Oh, the one I like the most out of my least favorites. Oh, um, uh, yeah, probably Denny. Probably Denny. He's probably at the top of the list of the ones I don't like. Okay, well, Dan, uh, Dan's uh, officially a Denny Hamlin fan. Congratulations, <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, no, whoa, that's no, no, no. <laughs> Just because he's at the top of the ones I don't like doesn't mean he's at the top of the list I do like. Well, you know, Dan likes drivers. The list you do like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not no comments. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not based on anything other than you know. Hey, what what kind of attitude do do they have? Yeah, if you can't tell, we've got a good show for you guys tonight. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to check us out on our socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, probably the ones we're the most active on. Check out our website as well. Uh, we've been uh, updating that a lot uh, lately, so. Uh, it was in desperate need of an update, and we finally got around to that. So be sure to check it out. Um, Me as in Justin. Oh, look, I got to – if I don't plug my own work, nobody else is going to. So, so anyways, um, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into our first segment, which uh, I'm not going to make you guys wait too long for this uh, for this new segment here. Um. Dan, why don't you uh, you give us a little bit more of uh, insight onto what this new segment is here? All right, so this is uh, a segment that I kind of pitched to jo- uh, Justin a, a little bit ago, um, and it's a little bit of a trivia um, that we're going to be doing. So basically, I'm going to list off a few clues. Uh, we're going to split it out over over the, the course of the show, so that way we're not doing it all at once. Um, so I'll give you a clue at a time. You'll each have a chance to guess after that clue. Uh, and then by the end of the show, if no one's guessed it, then we'll we'll, we'll result uh, reveal the answer. So, no 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 more waiting for the anticipation I know is building. Uh, Dan, I have a a graphic I made for you. Oh, let's see it. Who am I? <laughs> I'm gonna hurt somebody because <laughs> I know where that came from. The pictures are yep. a generous gift from Nathan. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it was. Um, yeah, it looks we, like uh, Brett Griffin with teeth. <laughs> wow, but somebody clip it and send it to Brett Griffin. I'm waiting to get blocked on Twitter. So, all right, so um, you can block t- me the way you're supposed to block the people a, on the track. Since we have a two hour episode tonight, I have a couple more hints than we normally would. So, first hint I was born December 22nd, 1934, in South Carolina. 
Any any guesses? 1934. 1934. And just to let you all know, it will be somebody who is somehow related to NASCAR. Maybe a driver, it maybe a crew chief. It may be a sponsor, was... owner, whatever. Is that Davey from... Allison? Uh, Zach and, and, and uh, Mike are incorrect. Zach Williams or Matt Nicholson. Justin, you have uh, a, I'm gonna have a guess? Mm, 30. What did, what did you say the date was? 30... December 22nd, 1934. When you say South Carolina, that immediately makes me think of David Pearson. Wow. First clue, we have a winner. I, wow. I knew the I knew the other four wouldn't know him. Yeah. But I was I, I was, I was gonna... either I was either thinking David Pearson or Kelly Arbor. <laughs> One of the two. I figured I couldn't go with a seven time champion. Those are two I options. was gonna throw out David Pearson since I actually my my first pick was gonna be Richard Petty like Zach, and then he took that away. So my next guess was just gonna be David Pearson right off the bat. But I, uh, I congratulations. Had... We I originally had Spartanburg, South Carolina written down, but I know Matt Nicholson's a little bit of a history guy like I am. So he yeah. definitely would have gotten that one, no questions asked. So I had to change it up, at least take Spartanburg out. Because I knew you yeah, got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, because and with South Carolina, with that eight, with that era of the era, year era, you immediately think of either David Pearson or Kale Yarbrough. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. So, well, congratulations, Matt. You've already won our first uh our first Who Am I? So uh we'll be getting <laughs> We're going to be getting more of those uh, as we get throughout the uh, throughout the playoffs. So we're going to have that more, uh, and hopefully, uh, I'm sure once Matt is not on the show, we'll have a lot more difficulty trying to get trying to get that. Um, by the way, uh, keep keep commenting, guys. We uh, we see that. Uh, I want to talk about uh, hello to uh, to Tommy Williams. Uh, Austin Pierce has been commenting as well as Brandon Tanner. Uh, hey guys, we hope you guys uh, enjoy the show. And uh, now that we've gotten the "Who Am I" segment out of the way a lot faster than we thought, uh, let's get into our race review segment uh, for the night. There's kind of a throwback uh, graphic there as well. Pearson might have um, been in that race. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, I think he won that race. <laughs> Well, let's talk about some drivers who uh, who were in the race uh, races this past weekend. Here, uh, we're going to start off with Saturday's race, not Sunday's race, uh, with the Cup Series. Uh, Daytona winner take all uh, final uh, regular season race, uh, one spot up for grabs as far as the playoffs goes. Um, I got a comment real quick on Austin's. Uh, Austin's comment here. He is in Japan and still watching the show. That is awesome. I guess. Where, That's one of my yeah, former coworkers. Like, but yeah. What, what time is it you over there? <laughs> yeah. What oh, yeah, what well. time is it there? Um it's like, probably it's it's Monday night or Tuesday night. It's like way past like, my bed. It's like way past no, my bedtime. They're like twenty two hours ahead of us. Nine sixteen AM PM. No, AM. Uh, He's in the military. Really? That's, that's 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 not that's, 16 AM. That's, oh, that's military okay. time. Yeah. I didn't see that. I wasn't looking at his comment. I was just sorry. My yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, he, he's no coworker of mine. Uh, he's actually whenever we went to the duels in Daytona, I sat with him and his dad when I went down there earlier this year. Cool. Well, we're glad to have you. Uh, glad to have you here. Um, 
as a part of our two-hour show. Um, like I said, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, so let's get talking about the the cup race on Saturday. Uh, Chris Busher gets his third win of 2023, third win in uh, in the last five races. Uh, Busher's really uh, gotten hot at the right time. Uh, looking to make a run for the uh, for the playoffs here uh, pretty soon. Uh, Bubba Wallace is uh, because of Butcher's win. Uh, we did not get a new winner, and Ty Gibbs did not beat out uh, Bubba for the uh, for the 16th spot. Uh, so Bubba Wallace will make his first playoff appearance. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. gets the regular season championship. So uh, we've done pretty good. Uh, Matt, I'm going to go to you first since you are since you are a guest here. Um, and then Zach Williams, I'm going to go to you since you were actually there uh, this past weekend. But Matt, uh, what do you think of the racing overall for the cup race at Daytona? I thought the overall race was good. It's been, my opinion, has been a little bit better than what past super speedway races have been. Simply because you get that long, long period of time to where, <clears throat> excuse me, everybody will line up and go single file and it's just follow the leader and it can lull you to sleep. There was actually action from start to finish. And I thought the OR race was good. I was a little bit surprised of Busher. If it was going to be an RFK car, I was expecting Keselowski. I was surprised that Keselowski didn't jump out and try to get the win for himself. He just shoved Chris all the way through. But, hey, I mean, just I said this a few weeks ago. They're peaking at the right time. Uh, you know, I gotta say, just to point it out here, uh, Brad Keselowski, even though he didn't win the race, he did do some form of a donut, uh, during <laughs> yeah. the Daytona race. Yeah. Um, Zach Williams, you were there in the grandstands. Uh, what were your thoughts on the race? You were there watching it in person. Yeah. Uh, it was a really good race from, uh, from being there watching it. Uh, I mean, we got 10 minutes straight of three wide racing around Daytona can't ask for better than that you know it was it was really interesting at the beginning a, a lot of uh, the third lane trying to get moving and getting cut off but then they eventually got it going and they got some uh, real good racing there well i gotta admit as somebody who it during that that three wide racing period uh as someone who was watching the 19 car fourth in line in the middle uh it wasn't wasn't very enjoyable because I thought for sure we were going to see something happen there. Yeah. I got some good uh, shots of that that are actually on the website uh, you put up today of uh, the three wide racing. Yeah. We got some good shots of that. Uh, thanks to Zach. So uh, be sure to check that out uh, on our website. Um, Zach Bell, uh, what were your thoughts uh, on the, the racing here? Uh, I thought it was like a very classically entertaining, like NASCAR super speedway race uh, to me, like the quintessential perfect, NASCAR Super Speedway race, just enough, like, it was good enough and entertaining enough, like, it was engaging the entire way through. And I know we're going to talk about it later, but, like, the wrecks, like, I'm never, like, a fan of wrecks, but, like, there is, like, wrecking is an important part of the sport, and it is a a good reminder of, like, the dangers of NASCAR, you know? So, to see, like, dangerous wrecks, but to know the drivers were able to safely get away from, walk at, walk away from those wrecks, is, I think is actually like a very important part of these races in a way. Uh, so to me, like a very classically wonderful super speedway race. Yeah. We, uh, we have a question for Zach Williams uh, from Mama Seeger. How bad did uh, Ryan Priest's wreck uh, look in person? 
Uh, so from the grandstands, honestly, it was it was kind of hard to see, but I could see air underneath the car from where I was sitting. You could see he was airborne and flipping, and it looked pretty bad. And when they went back and showed the replay on the big monitors there, everyone was just silent there for a minute. Yeah, I can imagine. So it was scary to watch uh, on TV. Uh, <laughs> Tommy said, I'm sure it was flipping oh, awesome uh, to <laughs> see in person. Uh, I, I mean, it's, you know. When you go to a super speedway race, uh, especially in person, you do kind of expect to see stuff like that. Um, you know, anytime we go to a Daytona or a Talladega, we like to, you know, we're kind of known for these wrecks. I do want to comment on what you said there, Zach uh, Bell. Um, I, I agree with you. I think it's a testament to see kind of the safety, uh, the safety uh, advancements that made. Um, especially even with someone like uh, Ryan Blaney's wreck. Um, I mean, Ryan Blaney went nose first in the outside wall uh, there in turn four. And just to see, you know, see him walk away and to see Ryan Priest, uh, you know, he was taken to the hospital for uh, for the night, but he was released. So, you know, we're thankful for that. Um, Mike, what was your thoughts? You're kind of our... Uh, you know, we kind of like to call you our, our chaotic person. Uh, was that enough chaos for you or was it too much? Um, I think it was just the right amount of chaos. I mean, I wouldn't, the Ryan priest wreck almost pushed it over the top, but overall I thought it was a pretty good race. I mean, Ty Gibbs was doing uh great at trying to get into the playoffs until he got bumped in the corner and well, there went that as is typical at Daytona. But yeah, I overall thought it was a good race. Are we, I know we kind of mentioned this on last week's episode when we did feel goods or flats. Were we surprised that we didn't see a new winner or was it kind of, you know, we kind of expected that. Nothing surprises me at Daytona. <laughs> that, that's fair. Um, Zach Williams. I know you were hoping for a new winner uh, this season. Uh, at Daytona. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Uh, and I'd be remiss. I, I'm going to try to stay off of this as much as possible, but we do have to talk about Chase Elliott for the first time in his career has missed the playoffs. Uh, Zach Bell is not allowed to comment during this portion. <laughs> why? Uh, <laughs> Zach Williams <laughs> will, can tell you why. Uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, I'm I'm kidding, Zach. You can you can give your suck it, Chase. That's why. That yeah, that was why. Um, Chase Elliott's biggest hater. Hey, suck that steering wheel that you used to wreck Denny Hamlin. You can go ahead and use it as a pacifier. I mean, are we really are we really blaming this on the one race he got suspended, or are we going to blame it on the six that he missed for for snowboarding? Most definitely the six he missed for snowboarding. Because one week out of the car isn't going to do anything. Six weeks out of the car and having to adjust back after having a limb broken. That that's what definitely what did it. That's what that's what we're saying. We're chalking it up to injury. Uh, respectfully, I just I mean, well, you know, Kyle I mean, Bush. Kyle Bush broke a leg and he came back and won a championship. Won a champion. So. Yeah, Chase could never clearly. <laughs> Neither could Denny. Apparently, he's never won a championship. So. <laughs> he can't do it. He can't uh, do it. Two two yeah, non broken. Maybe legs. if he breaks his leg, he'll win it. Yeah, so he can't do that's it. What, that's what he needs to do. No, no, no. I'm just there's trying to stir. 
I'm just trying to stir the pot at this point so we can get things heated for the for the playoff. I'll, get, I'll go get you later. a spoon. And, uh, yeah. I mean, just... uh, let me do, let me just say this. I don't think it's not only is it the fact that he missed the one race at uh, a gateway, but you have to remember that wreck happened in like stage two of the 600. You know, like he missed out on stage two points, stage three points, and finishing the 600. So to me, I think he could have gotten away with missing those six races, and then it would have changed the way he raced at Watkins Glen. I think, you know, he could have raced for points at Watkins Glen, and he could have come into Daytona and finished fourth and made the playoffs. So quite frankly, I do, I do, I think he over. I really, honestly, in my heart of hearts, think Chase Light was good enough to overcome the six races, and he was leading the series in average finish since he returned from the suspension and everything up until like the Michigan wreck or whatever. So yeah, I really, I really do like all my feelings about chase and him wrecking Denny Hamlin aside, like chase was good enough to overcome the six. So I do think the seventh is what did him in. I also agree. I also want to add, not only is it the first time in his uh, career that he's missed the playoffs, but it's actually the first time in his career where he will not finish inside the top 10 at the end of the year well the number nine car still has the uh the opportunity to uh the nine does uh did beat out the 23 for the owner's standings uh so we'll still see uh chase battling for that uh in these final 10 races so <clears throat> zach if you want to zach williams if you want to hold on to that i mean he is technically in in yeah, some i mean i mean the fact the fact that the car is still in the owner's playoffs i think has something to say about the one race not being the reason, you know. I, I think it. Have, I think it says a lot about Josh Berry to be. I was that's yeah, exactly Barry, what yeah, I was about to say. Jordan Jordan Taylor Josh not so much, Barry. but Josh Berry did well. Yeah, Jordan Taylor did pretty good in the uh, in the. Corey LaJoy didn't do very good either. It's like you think he put him in good equipment, he would do better, but he did not. You know, I think, um, I think Gateway truly, and I mean, I'm, I'm glad that LaJoy was able to get an opportunity in a higher. Right, but I think Gateway was a bad track to do that um, <clears throat> for LaJoy, and the reason why is because, like, when you have a, a flat track like Gateway is, like, Corey LaJoy is used to going into a flat track carrying the amount of speed that the seven car has. He's not used to carrying the the nine car type speed down the down the straightaway, um, and when you have a flat track like that, it can be a very technical type of track uh and simply not having the uh you know simply just not being used to it uh it could be what did him in for that so um and actually i want to say one more thing real fast how about josh barry in the 42 for legacy he finished 22nd and on the lead lap like that's hard to do in the 42 car yeah, they uh Eric Jones showed some flashes uh there at being at Daytona, but I was expecting him to be a little bit more of a threat um there at the end, but unfortunately uh neither uh legacy car makes it in the playoffs. Of course the forty two wouldn't have uh anyway as far as the drivers playoffs go. Um Nonetheless, uh, MTJ uh, and Keselowski add one more playoff point to their total uh, by winning a couple of the stages uh, in the cup race. Um, 
we, you know, I talked about MTJ because he's my favorite and whatnot, but Keselowski, uh, for a driver not being able to, for a driver not, not going to say not being able to, uh, for not winning a race, I think uh, Keselowski has set himself up pretty decently uh, as far as playoff points goes. Um, perhaps that's just because of how tight the playoff grid is, uh, which we'll get a look at that uh, here in a little bit, but. I think Keselowski is in a pretty decent position, uh, and we'll see if everyone else agrees with me a little bit later on. Um, but we did have other races that we have to talk about. The Xfinity Series was also at Daytona on Friday night. Uh, Justin Allgaier gets his second win of the season uh, in the fourth closest finish in series history um, by, like, four thousandths of a second. Um how about uh, how about Justin Allgaier? Sheldon Creed uh, seems to be always the always the bridesmaid, never the bride at these uh, super speedway and road course style tracks uh, for sure. Uh, Dan, I'm going to go to you on this one. When is Sheldon Creed going to get a win? Sorry, I was muted. Um, no, I, I mean, I honestly expected him to win this this weekend, watching the majority of that race. Um, I was not expecting um, Austin Hill to kind of leave him high and dry. But um, no, I mean, he has the car. He has the equipment. He has the talent, as we've seen in the truck series. Um, I, I do, unfortunately, think that with RCR at the moment, they may be giving Austin Hill just a little better equipment every week. Um, so it is kind of putting him a, a little further behind, but um, no, I, I, I think, you know, this is a year to show, Hey, you know, I did a full season in Xfinity last year. This is my second full season. Um, I know they say there's a sophomore slump sometimes, but I don't know. I just, I just feel like overall any day now he should be breaking out with a win. I just, ha I haven't seen that happen and I haven't really seen, um, I don't, know, I don't know if it's the motivation behind it or what. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like if he doesn't get a win before the end of the season, there's going to be a lot of questions. Was does he deserve it? Should he be in that car? So, but I mean, personally, I, I think he's talented enough. I think he, he, he'll be good to go. Um, I know there's some talks and rumors about Austin Hill possibly moving up. That would put him kind of in the lead car for RCR and Xfinity. Um, so hopefully, if that's the case, then next year he comes out and proves everybody everybody wrong. Uh. Matt, I, just, I noticed you were shaking your head there. Uh, you have a response there to uh, to Dan. He's got <clears throat> he's got the equipment. There, hands down, he's got arguably this best super speedway car on the racetrack. <clears throat> he's got the overall smarts. But I will say it live on this broadcast right here. I had it directly told to me out of his gas man's mouth at the truck race because they came up and fueled the truck for the race. And I quote, this is the rated G version of what he said. <laughs> Sheldon is too illiterate on how to use the air on a super speedway. He said the kid is smart. The kid knows how to drive, but he, when it comes to running super speedways, he's illiterate. If he knew how to run, use the air better, he said he could be just as good or more dangerous than Austin Hill. But he's illiterate on how to use the air. Short tracks and intermediate, he's great. Super speedways, when he's got the fastest car on the track, he can't use the air. 
He said he's a good kid, but he's as dumb as a sack of rocks when it comes to super speedway. That's a pretty bold statement there, especially uh, I want to point out the uh, the part of that statement where said could be more dangerous than Austin Hill, because, I mean, we've gotten to a point where Austin Hill is pretty much kind of almost yeah. a, a lock for our picks almost when we get to these super speedways. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's crazy to think, like, I mean, he loses this race, you know, with as close of a margin as he did, and then, you know, to have a statement like that, you know, you think of, you know, what could Sheldon Creed have had at some of these super speedways? Yeah, no um, doubt. With that, but um, – Nonetheless, Justin Allgaier gets uh, gets the better of him here. Um, Zach Bell, I'm going to go to you on this one because you're uh, you seem to be our master with this. Riley Herbst uh, manages. <laughs> Riley Herbst, you know he it. he goes into the race above the cut line. Now he's 20 points below Parker Kligerman, currently uh, in. Um, so. Uh, so give us your, your take here. Uh, try to be as nice as you can to Riley here. Uh, well, the car looks nice. It's nice and pretty when it's matte black and green. Uh, looks good in 35th. But no, in all seriousness, like, this is not surprising. Listen, I, I, I may only shoot – I may only be right like 10% of the time, but I am 100% right at Riley Herbst. So let me go ahead and make that abundantly clear. Uh, and it'll be a cold day in hell before Riley Herbst wins a NASCAR race. I still believe it. Yeah. Uh, I won't say anything else because it's going to get progressively more and more uh, combative. But uh, he'll know my feelings when he comes to Texas. I'll let him know from the grandstands. <laughs> well, uh, it it's going to be uh... – and we still have, for those who don't know, we still have a shirt in Zach's closet just waiting for the day when Riley Herbst actually does get a win. Um, in, in any capacity, we're, we're still waiting on it. Um, so far, though, Zach's been right uh, about Herbst. But uh, I want to want to give this out to, to the panel here. Does Kligerman, with two races left before the uh, Xfinity Series uh, playoff starts, does Kligerman hold on to that spot or does someone else take it? Um, and maybe not even necessarily Herbs. What about Brandon Jones? I mean, we've seen him uh, perform pretty well at Darlington. That's coming up this weekend. Um, does Brandon Jones have what it takes to take the spot either with a win uh, or do we see Kligerman hold on to it? Uh, I'll go first here. Uh, Cause I, I, uh, have some strong feelings about Brandon Jones as well. Um, uh, it, this is Parker's spot to lose. I mean, I know Brandon has won at Darlington and at Kansas in the Xfinity Series, um, but quite frankly, like he is, he he has been riddled with bad luck. Like he is, I'm not very fond of Brandon Jones, and I obviously know the Silver Spoon is large with him, and the money goes deep, but. Uh, he is not in the same boat as Riley Herbst. He can win races. He just has been terribly unlucky this year. Um, when he's been fast, he's been in accidents. They've been slow a lot of the time. Clearly, like this move to JRM has been uh, a mistake. If I do say so myself, I mean, Noah Gragson's out here dominating in the series at this time one year ago in that same nine car. Uh, so, 
No, I think this is Parker's to lose. I think Darlington, Parker is a racer's racer, and I think Darlington will play very well to his talents. And the fact that he can elevate that 48 car. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's still close with Daniel Hemrick and Sheldon Creed on points as well. Like, he can he can possibly jump them and create even more of a cushion. Interesting take there from Zach. Uh, does anyone else uh, think that Kligerman might be in a danger zone here? I mean, and unless he gets taken out in a wreck, I, I feel like he's going to be pretty conservative throughout the race. Um, and I, I don't think he's really going to take too many chances um, to basically screw up the, the little bit of a lead that he has. Um, 20 points isn't a whole lot, but, um, I mean, if he goes out there and gets some stage points the first two stages, uh, I think they pretty much kind of can lock it up from there uh, with just a, a good clean finish. So I, I, I think – Unless somebody really comes out and dominates the race and 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 wins it, um, I know Brandon Jones has you know success there in the past. But uh, again, I agree with Zach on that. I don't I don't think this is the season for him. Um, that car in in particular just had terrible terrible luck and finishes this season so far. Um, I, I can see them turning around, but I don't think it's going to be an overnight sensation. Um, but really, I mean, honestly, to me, Riley's the only one that has a chance. Um, and at, at Darlington, it's, it's a tough task to, to make up 20 points um, in such a short race, too. It's not like it's a, a you know 400-mile race. It's uh, like a 300-mile race. It's, it's not going to take too long. Stages will be, be over before you know it, and uh, checkered flag won't be too far behind it. Yeah, uh, for sure. We've So right now, Parker Kligerman, you see it there, sits 20 points above. Uh, Herbs and Brandon Jones are the only two that can mathematically point their way in, uh, being below that cut line with only two races left, and even Brandon Jones being 88 points back. It's it's a mighty tall task to point his way in at this point. Um, with that being said, uh, before we move on to the to the truck race on Sunday, uh, Zach, you uh, Zach Williams, you have a, a picture actually, I believe, of the uh, the Xfinity finish. Uh, yeah, got, uh, it's not super great quality. I haven't time, had time to mess with it yet and have Mike mess with it for me. But this was literally how close it was. You can see right past the start finish line how close the finish was. Yeah, super, super close. That's what we love about uh, Daytona finishes in general. Uh, we love seeing uh, close close finishes like that. So, And, and uh, I, will, I will say that that race with all the Wawa cars they had reminded me of the 2004 Pepsi 400 where Coca-Cola had like seven or eight cars in it. You couldn't tell who was who. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was an interesting. It's it kind of reminded me too of uh when Marcus Lamona started putting Camping World on like every car uh, <laughs> out there like Las Vegas. Yeah. Um so yeah, it'd be interesting to to see more. Uh be sure to check out Zach's uh pictures um on our website. So uh, the truck series uh, actually got center stage, um, and and I gotta say I was I was having a conversation about this, um, Matt. I know you're a you're a truck series spotter, and I, I hate to say this with you on our show, but uh, Sunday just didn't have the same hype for me that that it usually does. Like it's kind of like if if I'm like expecting a steak dinner every Sunday. And then, like, today I just get, like, a, a, a good burger. Like, there's nothing wrong with the burger, but it's just I'm expecting a steak dinner on a Sunday. Sure. And, uh, but 
<clears throat> all that being said, the trucks uh, were in Milwaukee. Uh, first time back at the Milwaukee Mile since 2009. And uh, pretty much a tale of, of one truck there. Uh, Matt, I'm, I'm going to go to you about this. Uh, yeah. Grant Enfinger, uh, and we'll get to this a little bit later, uh, Grant Enfinger learns this week he's losing his ride and then all of a sudden goes out and dominates. Um, what were your thoughts on on his performance there? That's That comes down to basically an uh, experience. You know, between him him and Jeff Hensley at the helm for that team, it's pure experience. And then, you know, how Grant runs with the flat, the flat tracks like Gateway. That's what I brought to mind was Gateway. He won there earlier this year. So I was expecting him to be nothing less than up front top five. I wasn't expecting him to walk away with it like he did. I mean, it may have been a little bit closer than what you think, but he really walked away with it because he was a dominant truck. He could drive through the field at will. He could make passes wherever he wanted to make them, high or low. And he just, I mean, what can you say? I mean, he's, I, I like Grant and he's a good dude. But, hey, when you got when you got it, you got it for that day. Yeah, for sure. And he's, uh, because of that performance, he's definitely uh, thrown his name out there to, to any other truck teams that are, uh, looking to to add him to their roster for next season, um, so that's definitely a good good performance for him, uh, and it obviously it locks him into the uh, to the next round of the playoffs as well. Um, Corey Heim and uh, uh, Christian Eckes also uh, locked themselves in on points uh, going into the uh, the final race, uh, which they'll have in a couple weeks um, at Kansas. Uh, there were a couple uh, playoff drivers that had some struggles. Uh, Matt DiBenedetto, uh, most notably, um, he now uh, he now sits, uh, I think, twenty points below the uh, below the cut line. Um, Carson Hosevar uh, had a really good run. He you can see it there. He sits fifty six above. Um, so pretty much all he has to do is start the race uh, in Kansas. Uh, and then we've got a really tight battle with Crafton, Sanchez, uh, and Ben Rhodes. Uh, Zach Bell, I want to go to you here on this. Uh, you were pretty uh, pretty high on uh, on Zane Smith going into the uh, end of the season. Uh, that was one of your bold predictions. Um, how do you feel about Zane Smith as we currently sit? Uh, fine, honestly. Uh, I mean, he's been a bit underwhelming the last couple of weeks, but – that team, uh, I have all the faith in the world in Zane Smith to write the ship. And, you know, I mean, the way that this format is, as long as you can get yourself to Phoenix, you know, you have a fighter's, you know, you have a fighter's fight, a fighter's chance. And I don't see anybody necessarily stopping him from making it to Phoenix. And I'm sure we'll talk about it, but uh, sounds like time of Jess, he had like a very uh, under the, under the NASCAR microscope weekend. And it might explain quite a bit of the success he's been having. Uh, and if it's as severe as a penalty as it probably should be, um, Majeski might be entering the next round in a must-win situation, which only helps drivers like Zane Smith, you know? If you got to put a driver in a must-win situation, especially like Ty Majeski, you know, that, that kind of frees up a spot unless he could win, which he absolutely can win. But, you know, he might have lost the secret to the sauce. Yeah, Ty Majeski, uh actually didn't put this in our script, but Ty Majeski currently, like Zach said, uh, currently under the microscope from NASCAR. Um, 
and if uh, depending on how things go, could be facing upwards of an L2 penalty for the truck series, which is actually the highest they have. They do not have an L3 in the truck series. So uh, could be it would not affect uh, his advancement to the round of eight, but certainly, like Zach said, uh, it could certainly put him in a must win uh, to make it to Phoenix. Um, so, yeah, we could be we could be seeing some penalty implications for Ty Majeski in the truck series. Uh, pretty hefty uh, points penalties there. So um, I, I think I, I want to go back to Matt Benedetto. I don't think anybody really expected to see him in this position. Like, I think it's great that De Benedetto, um, and I think it's great that he made it to the playoffs, but I don't think anybody expected him to really go far. I know I didn't anyway. Um, what about Ben Rhodes, though? He's a former champion of the sport. He's won a race this season. Uh, are we surprised to see him below the cut line? Dan, I see you uh, unmuted yourself here. What you got? Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, yeah, he, he's a former champion, but um, to me, this season really hasn't been too hot for him, which the year he won it, it wasn't too hot for him either uh, as far as, like, the regular season. Um, but I just, you know, I, I don't really have him as someone who I saw going deep into the playoffs this season. Um, I, I think right now we kind of have – um, three, maybe four kind of front runners. And that's pretty much who I think is going to make it all the way to the championship four at this point. Um, I think uh, overall he, I mean, he has a chance to, to win and get into the next round, but uh, I just, I just don't see that really happening this season with him. Look, I'm going to stand by it guys. I, I called it when, uh, when we got here, it's still Heim time. It's Corey Heim is still going all the way uh, in my eyes anyway. Uh, to get this championship, but nonetheless, Grant Infinger went on to win like a, like we said, it was a dominating performance in Milwaukee. Um, one stage one, one stage two, got the pole actually as well. So the 23 was out front quite a while. Um, and with that being said, that'll wrap up our race review segment. Um, and we've got a few stories that we're going to be talking about. Um, so let's get into our scuff story segment. And then after that, we're going to get into our playoff predictions. Um, number one, uh, first and foremost, uh, this is probably a, an expected announcement perhaps, but also a, a sad one for I'm sure pretty much all of us. Kurt Busch has officially announced uh, that he is retiring um, from competition in NASCAR. Um Obviously, he had to sit out the remainder of the 2022 season after a practice crash uh, at Pocono. Uh, took him out. He had concussion-like symptoms, uh, and unfortunately, it seems to be. Um, it still seems to be medically uh, the reason that he's not able to return, even on like a part-time basis. Um, I know Kurt Busch is someone we all pretty much uh, grew up with uh, watching uh, in the Cup Series. Um, Zach Bell, I know that uh, for the longest time, Kurt Busch was a, a close second favorite for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, you know, uh, every every week I thank my parents. And, um, of course, we all know my deep love for John Andretti and then Denny Hamlin. But uh, my dad's favorite of all time will forever be Kurt Busch. And um, I owe Kurt Busch a lot to know that, like, this sport – uh, it's a family sport for me and that 
you know, my, my dad and, and I have so many wonderful memories at the racetrack. And to think that if Kurt Busch wasn't in NASCAR and we had not, in, you know, seen Kurt Busch at the time in 2001, um, that NASCAR may not be a part of my life in the way that it is. And I might not have been able to share so many wonderful memories at the racetrack uh, with my dad without Kurt Busch being a part of it. Um, it means the world to me. It is such a heartbreaking way for his career to go. Um, you know, he didn't get to quite end it on his terms, but listening to his press release, he, he, he has a really positive outlook on it. And, you know, Kurt Busch is someone who I think we can all learn a lot from, uh, from his career and character arc and, you know, so many different versions of Kurt Busch we've seen throughout the years and everything. Um, but he is, he is, um, to me, a, a wonderful ambassador for the sport. And 2311 is lucky to have him. Um, and we are all lucky to have been a witness to his career. Um, and, and yeah, I, I cannot say enough about how much Kurt Busch personally means to me and to my family. And, um, of course, to my dad as well, you know. Mike, I know you're a, you're a big Kevin Harvick fan and a, uh, and a Dale Earnhardt fan as well. Uh, uh, Kurt Busch was uh, – I know when he retired uh, back in 2022, was forced to, to quote unquote retire. Then uh, I thought that he was—it's kind of the end of an era. He was the last link of the uh, of the Earnhardt era of the Dale Senior chain there. Yeah. Um, after after Harvick's gone at the end of the year, that'll be it. Yeah, we've got uh, of course Harvick being the one who took over for for Dale. Uh, so seeing these drivers retire, it's it's tough. Dan, I know you posted something on your social media about Kurt uh, there on on your Facebook. Yeah, um, Kurt was kind of like the the first driver to really come in after I got into NASCAR. As far as like a big up and comer, um, I really I've, I've followed NASCAR, but I really didn't get into it hardcore really um, until about two thousand two thousand one. Um, and just seeing Kurt kind of come into the cup series then become a cup series champion. Um, and then obviously, I mean, he, he had his ups and downs with different owners and stuff like that. But, um, to me, it's just, um, I guess to me more like surreal, just seeing the fact that I've seen his entire cup series career. Um, I've watched probably 95% of the races he raced in, in the cup series. Um, and it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, you're seeing, not necessarily your, your idols whenever you were younger, but the people who like you enjoyed watching and like the stars of the sport, they're getting out now. I mean, like, like you said, with Harvick retiring at, at the end of the season, um, I mean, there, there really isn't that many left that are still racing um, that were racing whenever I really got into NASCAR. Um, I am happy to see Ken Schrader and Bobby Labonte and Tony Stewart in the SRX series. Um, but just, you know, knowing that they're not going to be in NASCAR next season, um, it just kind of it's kind of numbing to, to to accept the fact that one, I'm getting old, and two, like it's a complete change of ch change of the sport. Like it's a, it's a changing of the guard, so to speak. Um, and I I applaud Kurt for his career um, and the accomplishments that he achieved. Um, I know uh, one of the interviews I saw that he did, I think it was last year, year before. Um, I know he kind of regretted some decisions that he made as far as uh, his career and putting putting certain things ahead of uh, of others. Um, but I hope that, you know, this, this career that he's had over the past 20 plus years 
um, that he looks back on it and um, is proud of his accomplishments and, and you know, able to um, to basically have pride in himself uh, and, and what he's done and uh, who he's, uh, I guess, influenced over the past 25, 30 years. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, I know one of the one of the races that uh, I was lucky enough to go to was the uh, 2018 uh, Bristol Night Race uh, that Kurt won, and uh, you know that was the uh, that was the year of the big three. Uh, and I was lucky uh, or unlucky enough at the time. Uh, I was sitting in a section where uh, it was myself, uh, an MTJ fan, uh, next to a Kyle Busch fan and a Kevin Harvick fan. Um, so all three of us throughout the whole night were arguing about which one was, was the best of the three. And, um, but I remember when Kurt Busch won that race, you know, nobody was upset about it. Like nobody, you know, it wasn't one of those, like you, you hated to see it. Like everybody was pretty happy that Kurt Busch won that race. Um, and I think it just goes to a lot of respect for, for a veteran driver like that. Uh, Matt, you've been at the, the racetrack. Uh, probably more than any of us. Uh, what kind of uh, feeling have you gotten surrounding Kurt Busch? I kind of echo uh, what Zach said about he wasn't able to go out on his own terms, which really, you know, me being involved in motorsports as much as I am, I like to see somebody go out on their own terms and go out when they want to go out. It just point blank it sucked how it went how it happened to him and what he's had to deal with but you know he he was very classy in his speech uh yeah he said he's had some regrets in the past but out of the bush brothers he's the one that grew on me the quickest i've always been a fan of kurt i've always liked kurt i mean his outlaw days were a little questionable but overall i've always liked kurt and, you know, I hate to hate see him go out this way, but I suspect you'll probably see him down the road, maybe in a race or two here or there. You know, and uh, Dan kind of mentioned this. I'd love to see Kurt, uh, if he could get medically cleared, I'd love to see him maybe in a uh, in an SRX car someday or uh, something, do something like that. Uh, just I just want to say, I just want to say, too, like, now that, you know, um, uh, before his injury in 2022, my dad and I had made um, plans that Kurt Busch's last trip to Texas, we were going to have to be there, you know. Uh, I don't know. I make it a big deal personally to go see drivermans on their retirement tours, like even if, like, I didn't like them along the journey, you know. At the end of the journey, like, I always seem to like these drivers, you know, even like Kevin Harvick, uh, for example. Like, I was not a fan of Kevin Harvick a decade ago, but we're coming up on the end of his journey, and, like, I'm excited to – to see Kevin Harvick put one more show on at Texas and it like really sucks that like, you know, my dad and I, we won't get that send off for Kurt Busch really ever probably. Um, and the way that, you know, I, I don't know, like I used to think that like drivers, like just kind of like waved at the fans, but like, you know, listening to Dean Hamlin's podcast, like he very much like they're very cognizant of us in the stands and everything, you know? And to me, like, you know, like it sucks that like people like, like I said, someone like me who's been so influenced by Kurt Busch and my family, like, we're not going to get that opportunity, you know, um, that, I don't know, like, I just, I just think about that a lot, like, yeah, sorry, like, that just thought, yeah. that thought just leaves me on my mind a lot, like, uh, you know, it sucks, like, 
Yeah. I mean, I can obviously go meet him at a fan meet and greet, but like to not see him like go off and in his career at Texas and like, I don't know. Like, I also think about like, like this is like a very brief thing, but like, I also think about like Texas and like they do a lot of like big things and big send offs for drivers. You know, we got Jeff Gordon a horse and all this other crap and stuff, you know, like, like Texas would have sent him off the right way, you know, from like really Texas does a retirement tour as well because they don't do the racing well. But. I uh, I think yeah. it was cool at Daytona this weekend. They did let Kurt Busch do a final ride around after driver introductions in a truck in the back of one of the Silverados. He rode around the track, waved at all the fans in the stands and everything. It's pretty cool. I don't know if it was on the broadcast or not, but I don't think so. I don't think it was. That was that is pretty cool though. To, I tried to yeah. get a picture of it, but it was super blurry because he was like right in front of me when they were going by. Yeah. I just want to say the Bob Pockers incident will always be legendary for Kurt Busch. <laughs> I mean, if if you look back over the course of his career, I mean, he he had a a bunch of uh, I guess news stories, but to me, going back to his first Daytona 500, I mean, he was literally the last person to get the finger from Dale Earnhardt. I mean, <laughs> to me, that would have been all I wanted in my career. Like, all right, cool, like, I got the finger it. from Dale. I'm done. <laughs> okay. I'm pulling it in, guys. I'm calling it a career. <laughs> But he went on and, you know, became a champion and won multiple, multiple races. So, um, but no, I, I, I personally, you know, I, like I, I put my post the other day, it's, it's weird seeing someone that you watched forever kind of just retire and not, I don't want to say fade into fade away into the sunset, but I mean, he's, he's not going to be in the seat full time and you won't really see him at the racetracks too often. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, when you have a, have a legend retire, um, for any reason, um, or, you know, have, unfortunately, you know, for Kurt, you know, their careers get cut too soon, um, you know, or at least not on their own terms. Uh, you know, these drivers, they, they get a moment where it's almost like they have the whole world in their hands. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, that's always something special. Um, even though he got to finish racing, Dale Jr. was kind of the same way in my opinion injuries definitely shortened his career yeah you know dale jr kind of had the same same thought you know kind of process i guess what makes uh and i really hope we see kurt bush in the booth uh, a little bit more even for like truck events um you know because i i really think he did really good with uh being in the booth and uh that's one nice thing about dale jr is like jr is not totally gone like he's still there. We still get to hear his voice uh, every week. We actually, I feel like we're as fans, we're closer to Dale Jr. now than we were even when he was driving because we get to see that personality uh, side of him. Um, moving on from our uh, from our Kurt Busch uh, uh, story here, another kind of end of an era as far as the uh, the truck series goes. We were we mentioned this. Uh, GMS is shutting down after 2023. This kind of goes along with the Legacy Motor Club uh, move to Toyota, and Toyota just, you know, they already have their their Toyota team uh, with Tricon Garage, so just not really a spot for, for GMS uh, per reports there. Um, so that'll leave, uh, you know, it's like Grand Anfinger said in Victory Lane, uh, none of these uh, none of these guys, including himself, have a job for for next year. Uh, at least, nothing officially announced. So, you know, we're you know we're still waiting to see what happens uh, for them, and hopefully, they end up with uh, with pretty good homes. Uh, hopefully, there. hopefully, Chevy can invest 
into more truck series teams with the absence of GMS, you know? Like, uh, yeah. I mean, you're looking at, like, BMR, you're looking at, like, a Brett Holmes or something. I, there's not a lot of Premier Chevrolet teams in the I mean, truck I series. See, so I, think, I could see Spire coming on full-time. I know they, they've yeah. run some. Yeah. Yeah, they ran this weekend. They ran well. Uh, no wonder who drove that truck. But anyways, that's the joke. Matt, that is the joke. I, uh, He's a Derek Krause fan. I love Derek Krause. <laughs> More uh, than Denny, almost. Yeah. No, um, no. Yeah. Uh, nobody, nobody's done this, but I mean, I love Derek Krause. That's the inside thing. But like, yeah, you know, I mean, I really hope that like Chevrolet, Chevrolet can invest in more of these teams. I don't know if BMR expands to multiple trucks or or expands to more than two trucks or if they just get better funding. Um, but the absence of a, co- of a competitive Chevrolet team outside of Christian Nakis is going to be like a, a pretty alarming for the truck series if it doesn't happen. You know, I mean, I know Toyota like dominates the series in terms of like financial investment overall. But I mean, outside of like Carson Hosevar and Christian Nakis, like what does Chevrolet have in that series? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll see where, where the cards fall here for, uh, for the drivers and for, uh, for the Chevy teams. Um, speaking of a Chevy team, uh, this one in the Xfinity series, Parker Kligerman is returning, uh, to big machine racing in 2024. We talked about him in the Xfinity series, kind of holding on to that 12th playoff spot. Um, he's going to be back for another year, uh, in that 48 car. So really cool to see him get a, uh, a, uh, an opportunity uh, to stay there full time, and um, final piece of news uh, for today before we get into our playoff predictions. This came out earlier today. Uh, Team Penske and the Wood Brothers are swapping crew chiefs uh, for the two and the twenty-one. Uh, Brian Wilson is going to come over and uh, crew chief the number two for Austin Cindric, uh, and then Jeremy Bullins is going to uh, the Wood Brothers, uh, and they're going to be a part of the twenty-one team. So uh, we'll see what those um, see what those moves do uh, for the final ten races of the year. And uh, with that being said, uh, gentlemen, it's uh, it's about time. It's about time we we get into it. We've we've had a uh, an hour of, of race review and story time here. Now it's it's time to get into our debate series here. Um, it's time to get ready for our playoff predictions. Uh, and for those of you who uh, were not here for last year's debate, uh, let me kind of explain to you how this is going to work. Uh, I've asked each of you to fill out uh, your own uh, playoff brackets here uh, from the round of 16 all the way down uh, to the championship four and even your champion. Uh, oh, I so, put it uh, off the NASCAR bracket. I went all official this year. Sorry. I believe. Uh, have a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I just have mine on Microsoft Word pulled up. I've got so many tabs open right now; it's it's crazy. I have two uh, laptops gonna... and like twelve tabs on both of them open. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, I was gonna I was gonna frame it when Dean Hamlin wins his championship. Maybe we'll, we'll see. I mean, Maybe. if he wins it, then yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, Matt Nicholson also got the the official. Uh, NASCAR bracket here. So uh, the way this is going to go is uh, we're going to go down the down the list of, of drivers here. Uh, and if we get to a driver, so for the round of 16, I'll say start off with William Byron. Uh, if all of our if all of our 
list have a certain driver moving on, uh, then we will unanimously move that driver on to the next round. Um, but if it's not unanimous, we will debate. And if it comes down to it, we will vote uh, between drivers on, on who we think. Um, and everybody will get their chance for, for a sales pitch there. Uh, considering there's an even number of us, and this is where you guys at home come in, uh, if we're voting between two drivers on who to move forward and who not to, um, if it's three to three, the first comment I see between those two drivers will be who we move on. Oh, so let's get the fans in on this. Yeah, the quick typers, guys. Quick yeah. typing. So, uh, so be, you guys can follow along with this as well. Um, so with that being said, let's go ahead and get things started. Starting off with the round of 16, let's uh, do a quick review uh, of our 16 playoff drivers. We have first uh, William Byron and Martin Truex Jr. who are tied uh, for that top spot with 36 uh, playoff points. Denny Hamlin is third. Chris Buescher, fourth. Kyle Busch, fifth. Kyle Larson is sixth. Christopher Bell, seventh. Ross Chastain is eighth. Uh, Brad Keselowski, 9th, Tyler Reddick, 10th, uh, Joey Logano, 11th, and Brian Blaney, 12th. Michael McDowell will come in 13th, Ricky Sinhouse Jr., 14th, Kevin Harvick, 15th, and then Bubba Wallace rounds out the 16-driver playoff field uh, in the round of 16. And, gentlemen, we're going to do this one round at a time, just like NASCAR does. Uh, starting off with the round of 16, and we're going to start off with uh, the driver who has five wins this season, William Byron. Uh, and I'm, I want you to, is there anybody who does not have William Byron moving on to the round of 12? Okay. Everybody has William Byron advancing to the second round of the playoffs. And because of that, we're going to unanimously move him over, uh, into that round of 12, uh, into that round of 12 spot. So uh, that's probably the, the easiest choice we'll make all night. Um, and we're just going to go uh, down the row here. Uh, regular season champion, Martin Truex Jr. Does anybody not have Truex making it to the round of 12? All right. So we've got two unanimous decisions here. I just want to say my list is completely uh... – stat based so well i'm curious to see who the stats have moving on here mm -hmm. um all right we're just gonna go down the row third denny hamlin is there anyone who does not have denny hamlin moving on to the round of 16 or to the round of 12 sorry as much as i hate it i have him in the round of 12 all right Same. I was waiting for Zach to say he did, and I was like, oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> just just oh, boy. wait. Just, just wait. It's coming. <laughs> uh, Someone's really salty over Chase not making it. Dylan uh, Dylan Decker commented here, said McDowell is his dark horse. We're going to see if anybody, uh, how many agree with you here on that. Uh, that could be an interesting one. I'm sure we'll have a debate on him. So everybody has Denny Hamlin in the round of 12. So we've already got three spots. Uh, in our round of 12 taken here. Um, fourth on the playoff grid is Chris Busher. Is there anybody who does not have Chris Busher moving on to the round of 12? Zach, Wood, Zach I Williams. Think, I don't think Busher is going to make it to the round of 12. 
Busher yeah. is not in the round of 12 for Zach Williams. So yeah. with I, that being said, we're going to uh, we're gonna hold off on Busher uh, and we're gonna see if uh, we're gonna see if we end up putting him in uh, or not. So uh, we're gonna move down. Uh, Kyle Bush, does anyone not have Kyle Bush in the round of 12? Yes. Nope. Matt Nicholson, yes. you, you do not have Kyle Bush in the round of 12. Correct. All right. So the Kyle Bush, then. I, I had a feeling this was going to be kind of where we started, you know, where, where we started going with here. Um, but we're going to just for just for safety's sake. Uh, what about Kyle Larson? Does anyone not have Kyle Larson in the round of 12? OK, so we're all unanimous on Kyle Larson. Um so Kyle Larson, we're gonna we're gonna unanimously move him on here. So we've got four spots taken up into the round of twelve. Uh, Christopher Bell, anyone not have uh, Bell in the round of twelve? Really, I'm I'm kind of surprised we were all unanimous on that one. Especially after the Kyle Bush and the. The Chris Busher. Yeah, I was like, if we didn't, if we didn't unanimously move on, like Kyle Larson makes sense to me. Bell, I think we're all just like, I think with Bell, it's because of last year. Like it's, it's well, much. He, if he if this. he needs to win, he he wins. Basically, like how it was last year. It seems like <clears throat> this these these to me the playoffs set up like so well for Christopher Bell. Like I I know he's been. A bit inconsistent this year, but they've certainly had the speed. But like, to me, like this first round, like these are Toyota playpen tracks. Darlington's been attracted, has had a lot of great Toyota success. Kansas has been dominated by Toyotas recently, you know. And then you're looking at a trip to uh, Bristol, and like he was up front there last year. You know, he was someone who could have spoiled the Chris Busher party at Bristol last year. Um, so I, you know, I, I really. Uh, feel like it just sets up well. And I think that there's a lot of competition for inconsistencies amongst about six or t- um, 10 of these 16 drivers uh, that are all pretty evenly matched here and like ha- can all have a reasonable claim to advance and a reasonable claim to, to be eliminated in the first round. So it doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we're going to go on here to uh, Ross Chastain. Does anyone have Ross Chastain getting eliminated in the round of 16? I do. I do. Okay, so we do have a couple for Chastain. Based, I feel like we're, we're going to start getting into the ones where we're debating here. Based um, on average finish for the entire round, Ross Chastain at the next three tracks has an average finish of 21.63 combined at the three tracks. All right, is that throughout so, his career, Mike, or just since when? That is set throughout his career. Okay. I have next-gen average finish. I did it. And his next-gen average finish is 13. Yeah. Which um, would still fall below 12. So, yeah. Um. So, Brad Keselowski, do we have uh, – are we unanimous on that? I think so. Wow. Uh, that's another one. That's another one that surprises me. Uh, Brad Keselowski being unanimous. It's Brad K. Give the man. Come on. Well, I, look, I, look, I love Brad K. But I mean, if we're gonna, I mean, the fact that we unanimously have Brad K. in the round of twelve, but not, <laughs> not Chris Busher is. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's gonna let his uh, his car he owns win again before he wins. 
interesting. If he wasn't locked in, he would have won. I, I mean, look, Busher, like, Sorry. I, I think if, if he if he wasn't um, locked in, he definitely would have uh, won Saturday night and not pushed Busher to the win. Uh, this Bush. is where we uh, – right here is actually where we hit my first. Uh, I do not have Tyler Reddick uh, moving on to the round of 12. Um, so uh, does is there anyone else who doesn't have Tyler Reddick moving on? Okay, so that one was just me. All right. Um, I, <laughs> Lonely Island. I'll decide. I'll decide a little bit later on if I'm willing to die on that hill or not. <laughs> um, I told you guys. I hope you had your sales pitches because I'm willing to hear it. Um, what about Joey Logano, last year's champion? Uh, is there anyone who does not have Joey Logano moving on to the round of twelve? Yes, me. Okay, so we've got <laughs> so Joey Logano's debate. <laughs> Um, Y'all got a lot of people out of these bottom four moving on. If that's the case, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, I'll, I'm going to throw it out there. This is my second one here. Ryan Blaney, uh, I have being eliminated in oh, round 16. I, I agree. I don't think he makes it. Um, well, I'm not alone on that one then. No, I'm with you on that one, bud. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, – what about Michael McDowell? I've, I've got McDowell being eliminated. So do I. I have him eliminated. I have him eliminated. Is yeah. there anyone? Is there anyone that has McDowell moving on to the round of twelve? Not here. Okay, so McDowell is officially. I, I'm sorry uh, to Dylan in the. Uh, I'm sorry to Dylan in the comments. Um, because it's unanimous, uh, McDowell will be our first official uh, eliminated. Uh, in the round of 16. He has the worst average finish of the tracks in the first round out of any of the drivers, and it's not even close. Second place, second worst, has 21.63, and McDowell's got a 27.56. All right, so what give, about... Give McDowell credit, though. He he did great all season in what I classify as a as a low B-tier car. Yeah, it's a he. I, nothing is against very high to uh, rate that car. Now, if there was a road course in the round of twelve, he's moving on. But it, on the uh, yeah, or uh, round of sixteen, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so McDowell, we've officially eliminated from our picks. What about Ricky Stenhouse Jr.? Is there anyone who has him moving on to the round of twelve? Oh, oh moving on, no. Yeah, no. I eliminated. As much as I hate to say it, because he's one of the drivers I gave our business card to, and he may be watching. Prove me wrong, Ricky. This yeah. is what I'm not understanding. We're, we're we're consistently saying 34 and 47 aren't making it, but these other ones. So I mean that you are saying the four and the 23 are making it. Look what it sounds like. <laughs> We've got our uh, our good friend uh, Adam Carabine. He's uh, he's watching. Says congrats on our first year. Thank you, Adam. Uh, I'm gonna be sure to to fight for Truex all the way here. Adam, this, stay uh, tuned and see who I put in my final four, bud. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> So we've got McDowell and Stenhouse uh, officially eliminated here. Um, do we have anybody who says Kevin Harvick? I, I, all my four have been picked, so we're either debating or, or not here. Um, so Kevin Harvick, uh, do does anyone not have Kevin Harvick making it to the round of twelve? He's making it through, bud. He's yeah. doing it. He's wow. doing it. He better be. So we, okay. So the either the nostalgia for the final year or or something. Uh, the stats happen there. Kevin Harvin. Yes. There's no nostalgia. This man has been so GD consistent. 
this entire season. <laughs> I mean, him and Keselowski, uh, to me, like, if you have Keselowski advancing out of the first round, I don't see how you don't have Kevin Harvick. I know Brad has some more stage points, but, like, those two are neck and neck on consistency all year. He may, well, he he may not win a race this season, but he's not going to be going out like a wet fart in the first round. Like, he's not – He did last year. He went yeah, out in the I first know. round last year. Harvick know, like, has the best av- – or the second best average finish – in this first round of tracks, only behind Hamlin. Look, before you tell me he can't go out in the first round, just look at last year. I mean, I had him moving on as well, but let's, last let's year not was treat, a terrible season. Let's let, not bring let's that not, up. Let's not treat this like it can't happen. <laughs> I mean, it can happen. I just think to me, this year he's been better than last year. I know he won multiple races going into the playoffs, but to me, he's been a lot more consistent throughout the entire season. The team, like he. This team, man, they just don't beat themselves. They do not leave points on the table. They may, they may not, they may be the 15th fastest car, but they're going to finish in seventh between Harvick, Harvick's veteran mentality and Rodney Childers' excellent job on the pit box. Agreed. Fair enough. Well, we have unanimously moved on, uh, Kevin Harvick, and our final, our 16th driver, Bubba Wallace. Is there anyone who does not have Bubba Wallace moving on? Okay, so we've got. We've got three who do and three who don't. That might be our debate, uh, Bubba Wallace, uh, here. All right, so we have two drivers that we've officially eliminated, Michael McDowell and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Um, I hate to say it, those are two that I kind of expected uh, for us to get rid of in this round. Um, We have seven drivers that we unanimously moved on to the round of 12. And... uh, We've got five more spots that we have to fill. Uh, so let's see uh, let's see who we give it to. Um, starting off, uh, the way we're gonna do this of the drivers that we have not uh, the drivers that we have not yet chosen for yet, um, I'm gonna get everyone to say who they think is the in the best position per se. Um, out of the drivers or which one you most see taking up one of those final five spots. Uh, if a driver does not receive any vote, uh, they will be eliminated. Uh, and then we'll see, we'll see where we stand there. So just give me one driver who you think out of the ones we haven't picked is the best. Uh, I'm going to start off with, uh, I think Chris Busher. Uh, Dan, I see you next on my screen. So I'm going to um, go to you. I'll go out of those that are left. I, I got to go Kyle Busch. All right, Zach Bell. Um, I don't feel very good about these guys protecting any of them. Uh, you know what? Shit. Bubba Wallace. All right, Bubba Wallace gets a vote here. Zach Williams. Uh, I got to go with Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. Matt, what say you on that? Oh, we could have. Go ahead. Sorry, we could have voted for the same driver. I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. Just you see can... how, how many votes he gets. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought like if you didn't name them at all, like they were totally eliminated. My bad. No, uh, Chris Busher, then. I'm sorry. I agree with you, Justin. My bad. Okay. Yeah, just to clarify, you can. It, we're seeing how many votes they can get. All right, Matt. What, what say you? I've got to go with Bubba Wallace. All right, Mike. What about you? What do the stats say here? Pushing him through to the next round, Kyle Busch. All right, with three votes, uh, we're going to go ahead and put Kyle Busch through. Um, 
I got a. I, I'm trying to to look at who we who we have left and who we have left to uh, to debate here. Uh, we're gonna move Kyle Bush on to the round of twelve. So we've got Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney, uh, Bubba Wallace uh, that we still have to debate, as well as uh, Tyler Reddick and Chris uh, Busher. And Chris Busher. So four spots, one driver does not get it. Um, so I'm going to reverse this here. Out of those five drivers, uh, Reddick, Logano, Blaney, Bubba, and Busher. Uh, you're forgetting Ross Chastain, Justin. Yeah, but they- and Ross Chastain. Okay. Six drivers. That we, Yeah. I felt like I was forgetting someone. Um, out of those six drivers, um, I'm going to get you guys to vote uh, who you think most deserves to be eliminated from this round out of those six drivers. Um, and we're going to see who, who gets the most there. Um, I'll start out. I'm going to go with Ryan Blaney. Dan? Oh, um, I'll go with that. I'll go with Blaney. All right, Zach, what about you? Uh, Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain. Zach Williams, what say you? Uh, I'm going to agree with Mama Seeger and say Bob Wallace. He's, okay. he's, he's just lucky to be there. All right, Matt, what about you? Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Okay, Mike? I'm going with Bubba. All right, so we've got three votes for Bubba, two for uh, – or no, three votes for Blaney, two votes for Bubba, and one for Chastain. Uh, and because of that, I'm going to say Blaney is eliminated. I uh, don't know. The comment section's over here agreeing with them, Bubba. Yeah, Bubba seems to be uh, seems to be uh, just, by the just comment a, section here. For the sake of the uh, comment section, give them what they want. Just eliminate both. Wait a minute here. Well, I'm going to defer this to Daphne. Statistically, which track in that first round of first round has been Bubba's best track over the last two years? Kansas. Kansas, and I mean, Kansas. yes, but in his career, he's got an average of twenty point three there. Hold uh, on, though, Mike. You're in the next Mike, gen era, Kansas. Mike, I want to. I want to. Yeah, I was about to say I want to raise a claim against your stats and tell you that, like, someone from Michael McDowell, like his stats are very much inflated against him. From his starting park years, even even or, with Ross Chastain, whenever he was in the 15 car for premium, I just went with I mean, the yeah. career stats at those tracks. But, yeah, but well, still, I, I mean, went, you, you have drivers that were in crap equipment like Ross Chastain, Michael McDowell, the the first you know ten years of their career, and then just the last two years they've been in better equipment. I mean, yeah. even McDowell's not even in the best equipment. I mean, maybe there's something to be said. Like I said, I based it off their careers. That's is what it is. All right, you know what? Considering. Uh, Considering we've got two drivers that that received uh, multiple votes on that one, uh, let's go between Bubba and Blaney. Which one would you vote to eliminate right here uh, between those two? Uh, I'll start. I'm going to go Blaney. Blaney. Zach, Zach Williams. Bubba. Blaney. Matt. Blaney. Mike. Bubba. Forty-two. All right. Four to two, Blaney is officially eliminated here. Um, we're gonna save Bubba for the moment. Um, he may still be out this round, just at the yeah, moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the moment. Yeah, we we're not necessarily saving him yet. 
Um, we still got one driver that's yeah. not going to make it. Okay. Zach Williams, I'm going to go to you on this. You're the only person who did not have Chris Busher moving on to the round of 12. Are you willing to concede this argument? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll give you my argument real quick and see if you okay. guys think it's valid. So okay. I, I, I feel like uh, the Fords, they have been really struggling at, you know, like the mile, mile and a half tracks with the package they've had this year. And that allows them to succeed at like the super speedways and stuff like that. So I feel like these, these uh, tracks in this round are not good for the Fords. So I don't think Busher is going to do very well. My counterpoint I, to that is uh, I, think, <laughs> I, 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 I told you I was buying arguments and I actually do somewhat buy that. Um, my only counter argument to that is I think Busher has enough playoff points. Agreed. Uh, that was my exact uh, counter. To counter, I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy the, I don't buy the. I mean, if you, I'll buy Kansas, but Darlington this year, Busher finished tenth. Brad Keselowski was fourth. Now, when we went to Kansas, Busher finished seventeenth. Brad was nineteenth, so they were off the base there. And then last year, Busher won Bristol. Brad was thirteenth, but he had that tire issue or whatever. He had, I mean, it was going to be a two horse race between RFK. Like to me, like this is. I mean, this, this is, I mean, of who's left, this is what I'm ready to put the, you know, put the stake in the ground for. Out of anybody Agreed. else. No, I'll I, concede. I I'll, wait, I'll, wait, I'll, wait, I'll wait to argue with Zach Bell till I kick Hamlin out. So I, I mean, I, I think the top seven and points right now are pretty locked in. Once you get to Ross, I think is whenever you really start to really debating who's going to make it past that, that first 12. So I mean, I'll, uh, offer, I'll offer this deal to the entire group. I had Chastain and Logano out. But if we put Busher in, I'll concede Justin and Logano. So uh I, I mean for the sake of for the sake of that, do we wanna do we wanna do that? I mean, I'm I'm willing to put it to a vote. I think should Chris Busher move on to the round of twelve? I'm gonna say yes. 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 Yep. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Well, five to one, we're gonna move Chris Busher on. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> You've been voted off the island hand in your fish. You know, I respect Zach uh Zach Williams though for at least like not changing. He's like, you know what? I, I put him out for a reason. I'm gonna stick with it. Uh stick to your guns, bud. You know, I, I, I respect it. All right. Ross Chastain. Um our you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna vote with uh, we're gonna put this one up to a vote too. Should Ross Chastain move on to the round to our collective round of twelve? I say yes. Dan, I have him moving forward. Yes. Zach Bell. Hell no. Zach Williams. Yes. Matt. Yep. Mike. No. Four to two. Right, that one four is four two. We're gonna put Chastain in. Oh, now we're getting to the nitty gritty. So now. We've got two, uh, and and this is going to be a be an interesting one. We've got two twenty three eleven drivers, and the twenty twenty two champion. Um, I'm gonna put, I, I'm gonna put this uh, up for debate. Um, out of the two twenty three eleven drivers, Bubba Wallace and Tyler Reddick, which one do you think? Should we put into the round of twelve more? I'm not saying we're eliminating the other one yet. But which, which one Tyler, do you think? Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick. Bubba. Reddick. 
I'm gonna go Bubba. So we're tied it's three. To, again. We're tied three to three. Tommy Williams said Tyler Reddick on that. Um, All right, Reddick gets in then because you said so, the first person that commented. I, I did say That's first first, first comment. So Tyler Reddick, we're gonna put into the round of twelve. So now it's I, I as an argument for that. I just look at it this way. Statistically, this whole season, Reddick's been the top driver of those two. Uh, I mean, he he has, you know, all season long outperformed Bubba. Uh, I do feel personally like Bubba kind of barely got into the playoffs this, this season. Um, nothing against him as a driver. I just think this wasn't the, the best season for him overall. But he, I mean, he made the playoffs. But I just feel like overall statistically, Reddick's got the the edge. Here's uh, the only uh, the only argument I I will have for for Bubba as far as uh, the round of sixteen goes. Kansas. Kansas. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will actually say this. As far as average finish goes per race this year, Bubba is actually a tenth better than Reddick. Yep. He has picked it up. But what about stage points? He has picked it up. Bubba gets stage points. He's a good qualifier. Bubba, this whole narrative that Bubba, like, lucked his way to the playoffs is a bit ridiculous. He had a season worthy of making the playoffs. He didn't win. But consistency-wise, he had a season worthy of it. It was nothing close to Keselowski or Harvick or Truex's last season or Ryan Blaney's one this season last year. But this this thing that, like, he kind of, like, fell ass backwards into the playoffs is a bit overstated. I just want to tell you this. This man has been consistent. He's been hot all summer long pretty much. Like Bubba has I, zero I, playoff I had, points. I understand that, but this is a man who finished fifth at Darlington this year fourth at Kansas and 29th at Bristol last year. I know that Bristol can be like a dagger, but I mean, he's had two top 10 finishes in the last two Darlington races. He's been top 10, all three races at Kansas in the next gen era. Um, Where the Wendy's Denny Hamlin's boy, right? I mean, <laughs> to me, I mean, I mean, it, to, uh, the, I had Logano, I had Logano out and I understand that, but the way that this is looking up, I personally think it's fair to say that, uh, you know, one one Penske and one twenty three eleven car get in, and if, if you know the vote said Reddick, then I, I unfortunately want to say Logano gets in because I couldn't imagine a, a a round of twelve without either Penske driver. Like that, um, that is a bit outlandish to me, unfortunately. But I think Bubba should be in above both of them. He shouldn't even be in this conversation personally. Yeah, one thing I I will say as the reason I was picking Bubba over Reddick, not just because of Kansas. Kansas is. Uh, I think a great shot for Bubba to to either get points or even a win. Uh, but oftentimes we see these rounds uh, come down to, to mere circumstance puts you out. And this season so far, Tyler Reddick has been bitten by something. Um, they have had bad luck strike them week after week. And, I agree. I agree. And, and I, I think uh, Tyler Reddick could certainly be bitten uh, in any of the rounds. Uh and be put out. So that, that was my argument, but nonetheless, we've got Reddick moving on. Um, and it comes down to two. We're going to vote Logano or Wallace. Who do we want to move on to the round of 12 out of those two? Um, I had both of them moving on. I'm going to say Logano though. Uh, Dan, you can't kick out the champ. Zach Bell. You can, and I would. So Bubba Wallace. Zach Williams. I'm gonna say Logano. Matt. 
where who's going on or who's staying? Who, who's who's going on uh, to the round of twelve? Bubba, Mike Logano. All right, we've got four to two. We're gonna put Joey Logano in. Tommy Williams was waiting in uh, in the wings just to make sure. Uh, <laughs> ready to go. Just to just had make it sure. already had it already typed up. Just, just, just hit it over and over and over. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to shout out Matt for being one, being a real one to recognize Bubba. I know Justin, you know, kind of recognized Bubba, but he didn't stay with him the whole way through. So I just want to shout out. I had to pick. I had to pick. Look, I I had Logano and and Bubba moving on to the round of twelve, so I, I had to pick between the two, and I I just. So who did you have missing? I had. Oh. I had Blaney uh, and Reddick missing. I had uh, Blaney missing. I along had with Stenhouse, Wallace, Chastain, and McDowell all missing. We had, all had McDowell and Stenhouse. We we were good on those. I had I had Bush, Logano, McDowell, and Stenhouse. All right, well, I gentlemen. Had Chastain, the, uh, I had Chastain, Logano, McDowell, and Stenhouse. All right, well, gentlemen. Say, the, uh, dangerously close for me. <laughs> the uh, it only gets tougher from here. I want to before we move on to the round of eight. Uh, Logan Morris commented, "Congrats on the one year. Uh, we appreciate Logan for the uh, for the role he had uh, at the beginning." Uh, and Matt Marr uh, also uh, commenting about the uh, about the round of twelve. He's had Joey Logano, Reddick, Wallace, and Chastain as the guys who are out. Um, so that he didn't put McDowell or Stenhouse out. So. Um, That's a prediction. Yeah. Um, so uh, interesting. I, I'd love to see how many brackets out out there actually don't have McDowell or Stenhouse uh, being eliminated. In this first round, all right, gentlemen, we've um, we've made it to the round of twelve. What were you going to say, Mike? Uh, Matt Mars' comment was just worded a little bit. He said those guys are the ones that should round out the round of twelve, meaning oh, they're the okay. last four in. Okay, gotcha. Um, I'm not sure at what point in our uh, in our bracket we, that was. So, uh, but anyways. Um, so it, it only gets tougher from here. I'm I'm curious to see if we have uh, any unanimous uh, unanimous choices here. Um, and that's how the fight started. Um, so <laughs> starting off, uh, we've got our our twelve here, and we're going to go through the list as we have them. Uh, William Byron. Does anyone not have William Byron making it to the round of eight? No. No. Well. That was probably the one we were all going to agree on. So yeah, I think so. So, so uh, William, William Byron's moving on to the uh, to the round of eight. Uh, let's let's get to the rest of these. Does anyone not have MTJ moving on to the round of eight? Nope. Mike. Oh. Mike does not. <laughs> Mike, you're the one who picked him to be the champion. I know, you're... but looking at the stats, he's out. It yeah, shocked look, I, me too. Look, as a as a Truex fan. I, the round of twelve does not ever uh, line up well for him, but that's uh, so a really I, good point. I, I under that's I understand a really good it. Point. Um, if uh, I will say that as a Truex fan, if Truex is going to be eliminated in any round, I believe it's going to be the round of twelve. Yeah, those three tracks aren't those, the best for him overall, the, but they are. They I, are I feel like with his playoff points, I will. We'll I see. You. I told you guys uh, in the chat, I've got some shockers. Like, <laughs> All right. Uh, does anyone not have Denny Hamlin moving on to the round of eight? 
Can Reader. I have two, two more hands, please? Any, uh, I need four hands. Anyone that's not emotionally invested. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not emotionally invested. That's, that's facts. Oh, sir, yeah. you, sir did you facts. read your group chat this today at all? Because I did. Saying, it's based on facts. <laughs> Any, anyways. Just, you know, it ain't based on the numbers. Denny Hammond has an average finish of 12th in this round. That is tied for second best. Yeah, but how many, pe- how many people did he piss off last year? He pisses people off every year. He has no friends. Hamlin in his career has a 14 point. If you go back and watch the Daytona race, the only person that helped him was the other person that was a lap down trying to help themselves. Ryan Hill, you're late. (laughs) Unacceptable. (laughs) Ryan, welcome to the the show. Uh, We're currently uh, debating our our playoff bracket collectively here. Uh, As you can tell, we have the uh, the 12 drivers. I fought for you, Ryan. I fought to get Logano uh, into the – into the round of 12. So I agree with this comment right here. Dylan Hush. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, Dylan is my that, new favorite. That is Any, such a anyway. false statement. You, get, uh, you know, where right, people right. are the same people that praise Dale every time he puts someone headfirst into a wall. And all of a sudden, because he drives a Toyota and he races your favorite hard, you hate him. That's why everyone me... way too hard, not just right. Chase Elliott. Oh, my right. Kyle, he wrecked Kyle Larson, too. All right, no, we're gonna like save this. Next, we're gonna, next driver, yeah, we're, we're gonna save this debate for uh, for a little later here. We're we'll get to the voting for uh, uh we're gonna get to the voting here, uh, as far as Denny Hamlin goes a little bit later. What about Kyle Larson? Does anyone have uh, Larson being eliminated? Yes, uh, I knew Mike would. The number of Larson should be eliminated. This is how you know I'm not paying attention because I also have Larson being eliminated in the round of 12. I, I've got him going out. Um, oh, wow. We've got three people with Larson out. I think that's... So we've we've got a, a bold one here. What about Christopher Bell? Does Christopher Bell make it to the round of eight? Yes. Yes. I think wow. We all have, we're all uh, unanimous about Christopher Bell. Listen, he he just has this weird ability to win when he has to, and I'm not a fan of him personally, but I can't you know, deny his ability. I would say I, I think it's a fair statement to say that out of the three JGR playoff drivers, Bell has looked the least impressive this year, and for him to be the one we're unanimous about is – is interesting. I haven't, I haven't said no to a JGR driver just yet. So I'm just I, I look. I haven't either. But I haven't somehow. either. We're, we're gonna blame one. that uh-huh. guy. <laughs> I wish I could uh, point another finger at you right now. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, what about Brad Keselowski? Does anyone have Keselowski being eliminated in the round of twelve? Yes. Nope. Okay, Matt Nicholson has Keselowski. I I thought we were about to have Keselowski <laughs> go unanimous <laughs> for a second there. Um. All right, what about Harvick? Uh, I have Harvick being eliminated. This I have round, Harvick being eliminated. You Love you, Mike, but sorry. I'm, I, look, I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> he got eliminated in the round of 16 last year. He's not making it past the round of 12 this year. Okay. <laughs> It, it went from it went from this to this. <laughs> Just so you know, in his career in this round, he's got the th- the second best average overall finish. If he doesn't win at Talladega, he's not making it. How about Sorry. that Roval? <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly <laughs> enough, career at the Roval, his average is eleven point six. It'd have been better if he wouldn't erect himself. 
that that's was, true. Like, Chase Elliott. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. He did do that. Anyways, uh, one year. Okay, so we're not we're not unanimous on Harvick. Nope. We, clearly, we weren't unanimous on on Kyle Busch. the The rest of them were your. Uh, the rest of them were not going to be unanimous because not uh, we didn't all have them in the uh, the round of twelve. So uh, we've got two drivers that were unanimous on, which is actually more than I thought we were going to have for this round. So, um, so let's let's debate the the final ten. Uh, we've got six spots and we've got four to get rid of. Can, um, can we just look at the bottom two from the round of twelve that we fought so hard to even try to figure out and just say, hey? You're not making it any further? Uh, the 45 and the 22? I've got Logano going on. i got Logano going on as well. I, <laughs> I had him out in round one. <laughs> so I've, got, I've got Logano out in round in round 12. Um, Same. So let's uh, – I guess we'll take a vote. Well, Logano was our, our last one to put in. Uh, all in favor of eliminating Logano here in the round of 12. I'll start. I'll say yes. Yes. No. Zach, Zach Bell? Yes. Matt? Yes. yes. Mike? No. All right. Four, four to two. Okay. Logano is out. Uh, I'm sorry, Ryan. That was one of the first things he had <laughs> yeah. to hear by doing. <laughs> so he late. He would have won the championship had he been on time. This is going to be an interesting uh, final just, four because I had him in the final four. Yeah, too. Say, just uh, let Ryan know he's in my final four. So. Yeah. So. Well, obviously, uh, we know those two were wrong. Okay, so what about Tyler Reddick? Uh, some of us were. Are we okay with eliminating Reddick? From, I have Reddick moving on. So. I will. I had Reddick getting eliminated last round, so I'll say yes to eliminating him here. Um, yes, Dan Dan says yes. Zach Williams. Actually, I'm assuming I that's a no. 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 Zach Bell. Yes. Matt. No. All I'm right, so it's it's three know. to three. Oh, yeah. Before we go to the comments on on that one, we're going to to hold off. We're going to debate a few of these others. Um, let's go to the other uh, end of the spectrum here, Tommy. Uh, I I see your comment there. I'm putting Tyler Reddick out. That was actually against Zach uh, there. Wow. Um, so the comments Mother are saying father son beef. Yeah, it's like, it's like when Mama Seeger disagrees with Justin. It's okay. It happens. Hey, it's it, it does happen. Yeah, but we, you're, you're putting Reddick out in the Roval round. Yeah, come on, Reddick. Yes. I mean, That's what I was yeah, thinking. I yeah, I'm because again, my thought, of course, again, I had Reddick out in the round of sixteen. So he has uh, the best fi- average finish in his career of any driver in the playoffs at the Roval. Yeah, but. I mean, come on. Te- I mean, All do right, we Justin, really think if the ro- <laughs> I I'm not buying this one. The Roval is the not fades in, out. So. It, 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 yeah, the, the comment has been as much of a crapshoot as Talladega. I'm just saying. Yeah, and I just I don't know if I trust uh, Talladega. Uh, Reddick hey, 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 watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, so we'll we'll go with the comments. We'll say Reddick's out here. So we've got Logano and Reddick uh, out. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, let's go to the other side of things. Let's go to Truex. Um, Zach Williams has left the chat for the moment, so we'll we'll see what happens with that. Uh, it's, it's gonna well, be if, you know, if us five are unanimous, then we don't have to worry about his six votes. 
Well, we're not. Well, it, it was Mike. Who, yeah, it was Mike who had. But I, four four votes is enough to move him on, even with Zach here. So yeah. uh, we can just to move on Denny Hamlin because he was the only one who said no to Dennis. Correct. Uh, yeah, I Anybody think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we can put those two are, in. Yeah, or the the five of us are unanimous on on Denny. What, what are we doing with Denny Hamlin? We're, we're moving him on. <laughs> we're gonna move the person who didn't. So. It's like it he sense it, yeah. the disturbance of the. Oh no, I, I still I still have my headset on. I can still hear you. Oh, just, yeah. um, all right. I just had a, a technical problem I had to take care of. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna vote on Truex and uh, and Denny Hamlin here. We're gonna start with Truex. Uh, Ryan Hill, hush. All in fa- I love you, Ryan Hill. All in favor of moving Truex onto the round of eight. I'm gonna vote yes. I uh, yes. 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 Send him on. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> is what it is. Uh, we're gonna move. Trey. I just want to say I understand Mike's logic here. I really do. I I, mean, I will gonna... say I also understand Mike's logic. Like I truly, I think if it if it happens to Truex, it happens in the round of twelve. Um, what about Denny Hamlin? I'm I'm thinking we're only gonna have one no on this. Um, but yeah. I'm gonna say yes to moving him on. Yes. Oh. Zach, Zach Williams said no. Zach Bell says yes. Matt, send him on. Mike says yes. We're we're gonna move Denny Hamlin on. So Mike knows the numbers. The numbers. The numbers look good for Dennis, don't they, Mike? Very. Sadly, good. The numbers can't measure the. Sadly, the numbers can't measure the clutch gene. Yeah, well, that's fair. <laughs> so, uh, but. so let's look at Kyle Larson for for a second. Um, Do we? I think Kyle Larson kind of sits in the same position as Truex. Uh, except Truex has more playoff points. Um, the round of 12 does not always shape up the best for, for Larson. Um, I don't know. I don't trust Larson well enough at, at super speedways, to be honest. Like, I mean, Talladega. Yeah. Any, anything can happen. Anyone can win. Can Kyle Larson win at Talladega though? Um, probably not. I just, uh, not saying and Talladega is not the only race in the round, but I just don't know if I, I like Larson in this scenario. I'm not saying I I'm. I think Larson I, will do well at Roval. I think he could win Texas. I mean, I think he could. Uh, he could yeah. Either of those as well. Um, well, Larson has the second worst average finish of the drivers that I had in the round of twelve in this at the Roval. So I'm saying no. I'm gonna tell you, and, and I'm just gonna throw this out here. Uh, that was out a of the, bad finish last year, though, is really what's dragging that number down, right? Yeah. And, his, uh, and the year he wrecked, the uh, the year Blaney won or whatever, right? Like, those are his two bad average finish, bad finishes there, right? Yep. I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm looking at at the drivers that we have left to discuss here, and I'm gonna tell you who I think looks the best, and you guys can tell me if you like, uh, if you agree or not. I like Kyle Busch. I like Kyle Busch. I do not. Okay, Mike and and Zach Bell say no. Matt, Dan, what about you guys? I I have Kyle Busch moving on, yes. Okay, so we're we're three to three on that. So, um, all right, let's let's look at another driver. Uh, Dylan has has Busch moving on, so we might go to the comments on that one there. Let's before we move anyone on or, or eliminate anyone. What about Ross Chastain? We had a, we had trouble moving him on to the round of round of twelve. Um, 
What what do we think I, about about Chastain here? I don't have Chastain moving on. I have him out in twelve. Yeah, same. I, I the sixteen. So. Even though a lot of people assume he's my favorite, I have him missing the round of eight. I will say this: I I was okay with. Uh, I I have him moving on to my round of eight, but that's one I'm actually I'm not necessarily willing to die on that hill. Um, I have so him let, Okay, let's let's vote on Chastain here and see what we come out with. Uh, this is this is going to be vote on eliminating Chastain. I'm going to say I'm going to stick with my my bracket and I'm going to go no, but we'll see what happens. Dan, yes. Zach Williams, yes. Zach Bell, absolutely. Matt, you're no. saying Mike, no. <laughs> three three. Wow. Like, okay. Mike, you had Listen. him eliminated in the round of 16, and you don't yeah. think he's going to make it, to, but you think he's going to make it to the round of eight? Oh, sorry. I had that backwards. No, he's eliminated. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. There we go. Okay. Four to two. Okay. 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 Four to two. <laughs> I, right. Yeah. Okay. I apologize. I had I'm, that backwards. That's I'm glad Zach will. No, okay. he doesn't move on. We're making so, progress, boys. Okay. So we have three of our four eliminated here Chastain, Logano, and Reddick. Um, all right, we're going to go through the six of us here, and you can say the same person. Which driver of the of the drivers we have less, left? We've got Larson, Keselowski, uh, Bush, Harvick, and Busher. Uh, tell me the driver that you feel personally should be the most elimin- uh, is most likely to be eliminated, uh, and likely? if yeah, most likely to be eliminated. And if if a driver receives no votes, then we're going to move them on. Uh, so who are the to- who are all the options right now? Right now we're down to Larson, Keselowski, Harvick, Bush, and Busher. Out of those five, tell me who you think is most likely to be eliminated. In your opinion, if nobody votes for a driver, they will be moving on. Uh, I'm going to start. <clears throat> I'm going to say Harvick. Harvick. This is this is punishment. I was going to say Busher. True eggs. All right, Zach Williams says Busher. Zach Bell? Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush. Matt? Busher. Busher. Mike? Busher. Okay, so we had two drivers that did not receive a vote. That was Kyle Larson and Brad Keselowski. We are officially moving both of those on. For the round of they eight. should be. Um, uh, that's that's two Larson, that I had. But... So Kyle Larson... And then Keselowski. So we've got. I had Larson being eliminated, but he's not as eliminatable as Busher. <laughs> Busher has three wins. I had them bo- both. He can going. have three wins all he wants. I had them both going. So, <laughs> so we have, uh, so we have Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Chris Busher. Two of them will move on. One will be eliminated in our bracket here. Um. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pick here. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna put Harvick in this uh, conversation yet. I want to uh, say out of that last round though, we we had the most votes for Busher being eliminated. We did. Um, so I would just take him out of that one. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put the two drivers. I think we had the most for were uh, Bush and Busher. So we're gonna go uh, here and comments. Be ready for this. Uh, Kyle Bush or Chris Busher, which one would you rather eliminate? I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Chris Busher, Dan. Oh, that's a tough one for me. Um, 
Bush. Okay. Zach Williams? Uh, Busher. Okay. Zach Bell? Bush. Okay. Two to two, Matt? <sighs> Busher. Busher. Mike? Busher. All right. Yeah. We've got Chris Busher. We're going. That does not mean we're eliminating Chris Busher. What? We're going, I, I think it was, just means we eliminated Chris Busher. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what we're doing. It means we're moving on Kyle Bush. Huh. Because oh, okay. got, I'd, I'd Busher on the first round. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm throwing I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm throwing curveballs <laughs> yeah, here. Okay, okay now this one is we're gonna go Busher versus Harvick here. Um. What are we saying yes or no to? Who are we moving on? I, I'm not even voting in this. Like, <laughs> we know who my answer Mike, is. Mike can be the tiebreaker. <laughs> no. Or the no. tie-causer at uh, this point. Uh, out of those two, I'm going to say Busher, personally. Dan? That's who's moving on, correct? Yeah, that's that's who I have moving on. Busher. Zach Harvick. Williams? Harvick? Bell? Busher. Matt? Uh, Harvick. <laughs> Mike says Harvick. Mama, see the. Uh, if you read the, all the comments, all the of comment, them. Yeah, the comments Harvick, say Harvick. Out. Harvick, Harvick, Harvick. Yeah. All right. Harvick so, moves on. All right. Let's just get that out of the way. Harvick Y'all is are outside on. your damn minds, okay? <laughs> that, I just want to tell you, Mike, I had Kevin Harvick in my round of eight. I want, to, I want you to know that. This is not. I did not. No. I've got him in mind. I did not. I had all Harvick. Right. I had Harvick in my round of eight. You guys just decided to put. Now, go, going out in my round of 12, I had Busher, Larson, Keselowski, and Blaney. I had Bush, Blaney, Wallace, and Reddick. I had Blaney, yeah. Reddick, Harvick, and Logano. I had uh, Larson, Logano, Wallace, and Harvick. Uh, I had Truex, Bush, Busher, and Larson. All right. All right. So we're last, down to the round of eight. Last, hey, last I just, round before I just want to ask four. real quick. I just want to ask, does anybody have their entire – Championship four left. I do. Yeah. Um, I do. Yes. I do. Too. I have I three out of the four. Not. Yes, I, I, have, I have three or four. Because y'all I, are a bunch of heathens and eliminated Joey Logano. Exactly. <laughs> same. Same boat. It's as an you odd Mike. number year, Mike. It's an no, odd number year. Check that. I got three. Yeah. Um, I have three or four. All right. I'm gonna go. Uh, let's hope and pray we've got maybe a unanimous pick for the final four. <laughs> I doubt that. At this point, nothing. Yeah. Nothing's unanimous. Is there anyone who thinks William Byron is not going to make the final four? Dang it, Mike. Come on, Mike. Hey, All right. Let's that say Let's no. My number but, but hang we on. Had, we you, had, how, how many of your final four do you have left? Three. Okay, so is he one of those three? No, if uh, – well, let me see – no, he is not. Let me see. How does he rank against be. the other seven in the round of eight, though? Because did you eliminate after each round and not keep stats for the rest of them? Yes. So, and okay. I, I need to know how he stacks up against the current top eight that we have. I Give think By- I think Byron shapes up really good in the round of eight. Personally, for real, like, I, th- I Vegas, think Vegas, Homestead, come Bell. on, Martinsville. I think these three in the tracks. next gen era, he's won all three of these. Or he's won yes. all three of these tracks. Bell Byron's worse. Yeah, he won Homestead and Chin Six car. You'll have to give yep. me a second yeah. here. He finished um, last year at Homestead. In those case three curious. tracks are like the epitome of By- William Byron. 
than his vanilla self. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, this round shapes up good for Byron. We were unanimous on Christopher Bell uh, going to the round of eight. Uh, is there anyone who uh, is there anyone who doesn't have Bell in the final four? Uh, Me. I actually don't have. Okay, Mike, Mike do you have Bell in the final four? Mike, do you have yes. Bell in your final four? You uh, do? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me confirm. No, I do not. Bell okay. is eliminated. Bell is our first one eliminated. All friend. right. Wow. We got one We're, unanimous, guys. Sorry, Good job. So that's interesting. We had a unanimous <laughs> round of eight, but a unanimous not championship four. That's okay. So uh we know where his luck runs out. <laughs> all right. So no, we know you don't because he made it last year. I just I just want to point out y'all's argument like, oh, he can win in the clutch. You can win in the clutch. Okay. Mike you have was... him going out, sir. <laughs> All right, Mike was the, the only. Mike was the only one who didn't have Truex in the round. I'm of working eight, on the stats in the round it. of eight. Out of those of us who did have Truex in the round of eight, do we unanimously have him in the round of four? Yes, I yes, I do. Okay, Truex moves on to the championship four. All right, I won't even put in the stats then. <laughs> well, you didn't even have for Truex. Yeah, you didn't you didn't have him in the uh, in the round of eight there, Mike. So right. So <laughs> what does it matter? Um. Okay. Oh wait, uh, was Byron. I was gonna do. Okay. Uh, Zach Williams is the only one who did not have Denny Hamlin in the uh, in the in the round of eight. Out of the other five, Mike, I hope you're paying attention on this one because. Do we unanimously have Denny Hamlin in the championship four besides Zach Williams? No. No. Yes. I also also said yes on that one. So we'll we'll discuss Denny Hamlin a little more. Um, Do we unanimously – I'm afraid to ask. Do we unanimously have Kevin Harvick out of the final four? He's in my final four. I have him out. He's and in my final four. Okay, yeah, we've got mine. okay, we've got two people who are saying they they do. Matt said yes, I think as well. He's in mine. So okay, that's three, so, we're, so that's we're three, an three. Okay, all right. What about Brad Keselowski? Does anyone have Brad K in the final four? Yes. No. no. You have Brad no. K in the final four. Yep. What? The sad you say it. Mike's gonna be. He's gonna have to win Martinsville. That's the only shot. His only shot is to win Martinsville. Mike, what stats are you looking at? Career (laughs) average finish career at the track. Brad K has an eleven point nine at Vegas, a thirteen point six at Homestead, and a twelve point five at Martinsville. Back when he was driving for Penske. Yeah, he has a 17th, yeah, yeah. he has a 20th place average finish at Martinsville, or 26th place average finish at Martinsville since he joined RK. Okay. He did finish fifth at Homestead, though. I've got him moving on. So how many how many of us have Kyle Larson moving on to the round of four? I do not. Uh, he's in my championship four. Okay, so Zach Bell. Am I the only one that had him? I think so. I think so. I think Zach Bell's the only one with yeah, I didn't have him before. Okay. So he should probably be eliminated. So we've officially eliminated Bell. Bell is out. Truex is moving on. 
Um, everyone else is still up in the air. I'm going to go, we're going to do this out of the ones who are left, the six, we've got Byron, Hamlin, Larson, Kozlowski, Bush, and Harvick. Out of those six, who do you think most deserves to be in? If we have a driver with the most votes, uh, they'll move on. I'm going to start off. I say Byron. 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 We're voting. I, I lost you for a minute. We're voting who we're moving on. Yeah, we're voting on who you think of the drivers we have left, who who most deserves to move on. To William Byron. Think. Matt. Byron. <laughs> the way Mike, that Bell can... said that, so like upsetting. So sad. Byron. Byron. I mean, I mean, I, I want to move on to Denny Hamlet, but if you said most deserving, the guy won five races this year. Yeah. And okay. he has a better average finish in the round. So I have Byron a new nickname for Zach Bell. Theoretically more deserved. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> bye, bye. I'm, I'm gonna make a graphic for that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So we've got Truex and William Byron in uh, into our final four. We've got five drivers left to debate over two spots. Um, we've got Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Brad Kay. I, I, I just got to be, can we all vote on Brad Kay on eliminating Brad Kay? Yeah, I have him in. Yes. I, I have him out. Does anybody besides Mike have him in? I have him out. Sorry. Sorry, no. There we go. That's uh, yeah. fine. I'm sorry, okay. bud. Doesn't right. affect mine. My champion's still alive for now. <laughs> he wants uh, more he, okay. <laughs> Brad, uh, Brad K is eliminated along with Bell. So we've got two in, two out. Uh, Byron and Truex are in. Bell and Keselowski are out. So we've got Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, uh, Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Busch. We've got. Does anybody have Kyle Busch in? I do. I do. I do. I, I, I do. I do not. I do not. Okay, so we're kind of we're kind of. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who has Kyle Busch in. <laughs> we're kind of split on on that one. The left side uh, of the screen's got it, and the right side doesn't. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we're going to uh, we're going to go through the four. Um, out of the the four we have left of Hamlin, Larson, Kyle Busch, and Kevin Harvick. Uh, which one do you think is most deserving to move on to our third spot? If we have a majority, we'll move them on. Uh, I'm going to start out. I'm going to say Hamlin. Bush. Bush. Zach, Zach Bell. Oh, man. Denny Hamlin, I guess. Matt. Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick. Mike. Kevin Harvick. It's 2-2-2. Two, two, two. So, hang on. That okay. means one person did so, not get a vote. Larson's out. Kyle Larson. Did, did we eliminate Kyle Larson on that? Yeah, Larson okay. didn't get a vote. Yeah. Kyle Larson. Okay, we'll take Kyle Larson out. Can Can I be the tiebreaker on this? Because I, Can I change my vote? No. Shh, no? quiet. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, okay, so Kyle Larson is officially out. Um, so we have that's Bell. A that's, a, that's a travesty to think. It's the most talented driver in this sport. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. I like I, I like Dylan. Dylan's my favorite. Um, all right. So who are you talking about? Is the most talented driver in the sport? Kyle Larson. Bro, no. Uh, we nah. okay. So we've he's got very, two he's spots. Good, I, he's number two on my current driver list as far as overall talent. Okay, I'm gonna go because we have two that are that are at least somewhat emotionally charged here. 
<laughs> Denny, Denny Hamlin versus Kevin Harvick. Who would you eliminate out of those two drivers? I'm going to say Harvick. You're really putting me in a tough spot here, Justin, because I have both of them in my final four and Kyle Bush out. And I have both of them out. So I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say Denny chokes it away again. He didn't choke it away last year. Zach Williams, I'm assuming you're saying, uh, yeah, Denny's going to choke. Zach, (laughs) Bell, Matt. I've got Hamlin out. I got to throw out Hamlin. I got to do it. I can't throw out Kevin Harvick here. Hold but on. But I want it on the record on. that if I were throwing out any one of the three, it would be Kyle Bush is gone. Yeah. Same here. We're not eliminating anybody yet. We're, we're just saying. Yeah, we're, I'm just like. Justin, can I suggest how we do this is how many of these drivers appeared on our original final four? Not yeah. the final four you want out of these eight. Okay. If you put like if you put okay, how many in, I, I like that. Your how final many four of originally? Us, how many of us had Kyle Bush in our original final four? I did, Dan did, Zach Williams did. Three. Okay, that's well, we have three on. Kyle Bush yeah. was in three of our final fours. How many of okay. us had how many of us had Denny Hamlin in our original final four? I did. Three to three. So three, we have three. three. How many had Kevin Harvick in our final four? Three. three. Oh my gosh. Three. Come on. Wow. This Please. is unwinnable here. Sorry, Zach. We tried your method. It still didn't work. <laughs> I thought I really thought it Listen, would. Listen, really a think. lot of the I, comments <laughs> are, are saying both Bush and Harvick in. Yeah. yeah, so everyone's saying Hamlin needs I am, to go. No, we send it to the comments, in my opinion. As much as I have Hamlin over Bush, I, I think we have to send it to the comments at this point. I agree. I think we're at a we're at a standstill. The comments are saying uh Harvick and uh Kyle Bush move on. Um I I'm sorry, Zach. I also had Hamlin in. Um but I just want the I just want the viewers of this show to know that whatever crack they're on. Do not give me any. <laughs> I agree with you. I think Hamlin should be in, but then again, I didn't. Know, not, I also didn't have Truex or Byron there. So I just don't see. I I'll be on and and three of you are you know might have to explain this. I don't see Harvick at all in the like. I, I agree. Just, I don't either. I don't I understand don't, how he gets to the final. I, I don't didn't have Harvick pass round to twelve. I don't. I also didn't have Harvick. I don't see how Harvick does this. I mean, does I get it. Does anybody remember the year two thousand eleven? I did. Yeah, that was twelve yeah. years ago. Yes. Like, <laughs> what, did, what did Tony Stewart do in the playoffs? Five I have clothes older than that. Like, I, what have I you done for me lately? This is I his last season. Run. He's an old man. I see Harvick setting up a run to do something just like Tony Stewart. Mm-hmm. I see I, I, And I, not only that, let, let's just set look, all this aside. If NASCAR yeah. is truly fixed, Harvick wins the title and walk, and rides off into the sunset. If Matt it, Nicholson's seen the script. Look, if it <laughs> – all I'm going to say, look, if it does happen, I will come on the show and I will say that I'm wrong. I get it. I don't see Kevin Harvick making it to the round of four. Uh, Agreed. I, I don't think so. Um, by round of eight, I had Hamlin, Bell, Chastain, and Wallace going out. I had Bell, Busher, Keselowski, and Harvick. In uh, my round of eight, I had 
Blaney, Bell, Byron, and Reddick all out. I had Busher, Bell, Chastain, and Keselowski out in the round of eight. So. I had uh, Hamlin, Larson, Bell, Keselowski. Which um, pretty, just pretty just much to way comment off. on Ryan Hill's comment, um, yes, but Hendrick was a lot stronger team than Stuart Haas is this season. Stuart whoa, Haas whoa, 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 whoa. has not true. been the hot commodity. All right, this one is going to be uh, this one's going to be just as as controversial here. We've got our final four. It's not. <laughs> In this one, we're going to vote for who we think the champion is going to be. If if we need to discuss, we'll look at who has uh, either no votes or the least amount of votes. We'll eliminate them, we're and then not, we'll go. We're to, not going to get there. <laughs> like, uh, I'll start. I I have Truex winning. Uh, Dan. Holy I hope shot. Adam Carabine's here. I got I got him winning it, buddy. MTJ. Uh, Zach, By- Byron. Zach's going with Byron. With Zach MTJ, Bell. MTJ is a close second, though. Zach um, Bell. I don't I don't condone this pick. I just want everybody to know that. Um, <laughs> but the numbers uh say William. Well, you know what? No, we'll Truex. We'll go with Truex. Wow. He's he's going with Truex. We've got in the comments, we've got Truex, too. Matt, what say you on this one? Boys, it's the first time since 2001, the 24 will win the title. All right, so we've got three for Truex, and we've got two for Byron. Mike, you didn't have either. <laughs> it- Career stats at Phoenix say Harvick. And okay, actually, so- and actually sure. one more, one more. I also did average for who I had in the final four as their average throughout the entire playoffs of Hamlin, Harvick, Logano, and Brad K. And Harvick's got the best throughout the entire playoffs average. Okay, so we've got Bush. Bush didn't get any votes there, so we're yeah, he ain't Bush, the title. Bush is not our champion. Um so, I mean, I think that already decided because it was like... I mean, Truex had three, Byron had two, and Harvick had yeah. one. The comments are pretty on the side of Truex here. Um, do we put Truex as our champion? or I, I'd say that's okay because, like I said, he was a close, sec- close second for me, honorable mention. I thought he is. it was either him or Byron. So Yeah. We, I, ought, to, we ought to upload all of our individual brackets to the... To the website and like actually like follow along. I see you do. Mine. Mine's all scribbled out of people oh. we went through. I actually created a Google spreadsheet. I was trying to keep track. Yeah, mine's just pen and pencil. <laughs> We've got our. Uh, uh, well, that'll do it. Uh, I am going to post this on our on our social media. Our of course, our collective uh, our collective bracket. I look. I meant to last year and I I didn't. With I just hope this doesn't jinx him, Justin. Look, I'll I'll be upset either way. So I mean, if, if so, he, then I hope Hamlin wins the daggum thing. What? Whoa! Oh, if this wow. jinx it, I hope Hamlin there's, wins. There's a finger behind here for you, Dan. Love you too, wow. but I'm not uh, even gonna hide it. Uh, wow! <laughs> I was gonna hide it. I was gonna try uh, to yeah. PG. There's yeah. ladies present, Mike. That's uh, not appropriate. Yeah. Mama Seeger uh, and Summer are in here. Do not Stop it. know what yeah. I wanted to Watch do just now. Love you, Dylan. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our that's our playoff grid. Let us know what you guys think of it. Let us know, uh, you know. Let us know what you agree with, what you disagree with. Uh, I I knew it was going to be a heated segment getting here. Um, 
with all our drivers, but we're going to see uh, how it goes uh, throughout the playoffs. I'm interested to see if any of us will be perfect after the round of eight on our individual brackets. I will. Ooh. Okay. I, I'm being interested. <laughs> around the 16, I should say. Yeah, I was about I had Harvick out of the eight. So, you know. um, Just remember, I've seen the script. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I guess I wouldn't necessarily be upset. If Harvick if, wins it, there was a if, script. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. I wouldn't necessarily be upset. I'm not, if I'll say that. I already did. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't necessarily be upset if Harvick won on a farewell tour. I just don't I don't see it happening, uh personally. Um with that being said, that's uh that'll do it for our playoff prediction segment. We'll get to that. Uh we'll get that posted on our social media so we can have it pinned for you guys to see all throughout the next 10 weeks and see how right or wrong we are. Um, the we is a very strong word in that state. I just want to say, look, this Zach, is how we're this is how we're doing it. This is how we're doing it, Zach. This is. Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I just, I just want to say that, like, to say, say that we support this. This is this is like an AP poll, you know. Like, not everybody voted the same way, you know. So some people well, might well. put, you know, Alabama at three, and some people <laughs> might put Alabama at eight. I I was being ranked fifth. Florida you State's know? top ten. That's all. All I want to say this is, is not what I'm saying. We try to have a two-hour show to fit all of this in, and we're still running. Yeah, we're still we're still having a race preview yeah. to go uh, and fantasy review. Well, some people yeah. like to argue. <laughs> <laughs> um, last no. year, uh, yeah, last year we uh, I picked Joey Logano to win the championship, but we picked Chase Elliott to win the championship last year. So <laughs> yeah. It that didn't was, go so well. Well, apparently so, Truex doesn't make the playoffs next year. Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, well, anyways, um, with that being said, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this show up. Let's get a fantasy update. Uh, Zach, I, I think you have that Must for we, us. Do we have yep. to? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you're, uh, you you fell out of the, the top five. I know. In, I know. In the overall state. Last I, week I honestly, was not a good week for me. I'm not surprised I did so well because Justin I mean, got the point lead. I didn't have time to sit there and I adjust do. my fantasy while I was watching the race there, and I don't know how I ended up third. Well, just just pure luck it at that I point, guess. I guess. Because I was, it's because I was there. Uh, congratulations uh, to Rob for getting the win. I, I want to say, as I was updating the points, I noticed that uh, all five of the top five finishers from last week at Watkins Glen had more points than even the winner of uh, of this week at Daytona. <laughs> so. Um, good old crap shoots. What, what's the, yeah, what's that? A road course is a lot easier to predict than Daytona. No, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, as you can see, check out our link there if you guys want to play with us. Uh, it's not too late, you can still join us for the playoffs. Uh, and if not, you can always join us for 2024. We'd love to have you guys uh playing against us here. Uh, for NASCAR Fantasy Live, I, I, I disagree. I've been on a spotter stand at a road course. It's it's very hard. <laughs> oh, it's very hard, especially when it's pouring down rain for two stages. I mean, I feel for the for the spotters in the the cup race last night, and uh, I saw a lot of uh, NASCAR social media talking about it. Uh, when you have three Monster Energy cars out there <laughs> uh, during at Daytona, a track where being a spotter is is significantly important. Oh, yeah. Yep. I did have to say that's one I thing did. when Red Bull was was a team, usually one of their cars was silver, one was blue, so you didn't have to worry about them being confused. <laughs> when both of them were navy, one would have day glow orange and one would have day glow no, numbered. 
Gilbert mm-hmm. numbers on the top. Yeah. Like uh, at this point with the Monster Energy cars, you're looking out there and it's like, uh, I I see a black and green car. I don't know if it's you, but you're clear. <laughs> yeah, that might. That might are you be on the high side? Okay, yeah, you're clear down low. <laughs> yeah. That that might have been what happened to uh to um Ty Gibbs. <laughs> uh, poor Ty. Like, that was oh, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's like all all the Wawa cars they had. Going top of on three. It. Top of three. Uh, no, I'm top of three. No, I'm bottom of three. Uh oh, wrong car. <laughs> yeah, um, Carlo, Carlo, what do you mean? I'm riding the double yellow. Ooh, <laughs> somebody's uh, somebody might just have more chaos in their mind than Mike. So, uh, with that, uh, with that being said, though, we appreciate y'all for uh, for tuning in to our uh, two hour long, a uh, little more than two hour long uh, playoff prediction show. Uh, it's been a great week. Uh, we're happy to to have been here uh, making content for y'all for a year now. Uh, and we appreciate all of you for tuning into it. Uh, with that being said, let's real quick try to get some race picks in. Um, we only have a cup and Xfinity this weekend at Darlington. So we'll go ahead and get that. Uh, I'll start here with, uh, I'm going to go for the cup series. I'm going to go Truex gets a win at Darlington. He's really good at this track. Um, and Xfinity I'm, I'm here for the chaos. I'm going to go with Brandon Jones, uh, to get it done at Darlington. Uh, Mike, I'm going to go. I see you first, so I'm going to go to you next. Who do you have winning at Darlington? Cup, I've got Hamlin. As much as that pains me to ever say those words. And then in Xfinity, I'm going to go with, uh, give a little outside information, Dan's son, John Hunter Nemechek. <laughs> I didn't well, know I was old enough to have a kid that age. Well, if I texted you during the race, I was like, "Not Dan's son." <laughs> that was great. Yeah. For those of you who don't get the reference in our, and just to to let the cat out of the bag here, uh, Dan runs a uh, uh, a paint scheme uh, that is uh, pretty much uh, resemblant to Joe Nemechek's '87 car uh, during our league races. So whenever we see John Hunter, we're saying it's Dan's son. So. There you go. You you get the insider. You get the joke now. Uh, Dan, what are your picks for uh, for this weekend? Do you have your son winning in Xfinity? Uh, I, I do not. Um, I actually have Sheldon Creed pulling off the win this weekend um, at Darlington. And then in the Cup Series, I have Kyle Busch. Well, Matt, uh, it's not a super speedway, so for Sheldon Creed, it, it might be a little bit better of a shot for him to no, get that, the win. That's true. You got a point there. Uh, uh, so what are your picks for, for this weekend in Darlington? Uh, Xfinity, give me Josh Berry. And for Cup, I'm going to go... Hmm. Oh, boy. He's going to redeem himself. I'm going to go Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain, that's a, that's a good pick there. Zach Williams, I'm going to go to you. We're going to end out with the two Zachs here. Uh, Zach Williams, who do you have winning Cup and Xfinity this weekend? Uh, for Cup, I think it's going to be William Byron because he uh, he won there earlier in the year. He looks pretty good on that track. So William Byron for Cup. And Xfinity, I'm going to go with Allgaier. I think he's going to pull a back-to-back win. Back-to-back for Allgaier. Zach Bell, what say you round us out for with your picks for this weekend? You're muted there, buddy. You're muted, Zach. I'm going to go with Kyle Larson in the Xfinity Series race. And in the Cup Series race, I mean, I'll go with, I'll go with 
Denny Hamlin. He's I I fully understand your hesitancy there. I was hesitant to go with Truex because I I don't want to be the jinx, but well, I don't know. I mean, there's like a lot of really. I mean, to me, there's quite a few good options at Darlington. Um, but like now that I've already put my playoff bracket out there, like I kind of have to feel like I need to be like my playoff picks to win these races need to be true to my playoff bracket, you know? I, well, you know, I gotta be honest. I think, uh, if we're going to see that 2011, uh, Kevin Harvick run here, I think Kevin Harvick needs to get a few more picks than he, than he got in our segment here. So, uh, <laughs> nonetheless, against Hamlin at, at Darlington. I mean, come on. That's uh that's fair. Denny Hamlin's a good Southern 500, uh, racer here. So, with that being said, we like I said, we appreciate all of you for tuning in. Uh, be sure to check us out. We've got audio versions of our podcasts on all the platforms you see below. Uh, be sure to like and uh, follow us on all of our social medias. Check out our website uh, at www.runningonscuffs.com. And uh, be sure to check out uh, Matt Nicholson's uh, podcast, the Championship Racing Network. They go live on Saturdays. Um, so be sure to check them out. Uh, there uh, and uh, Matt, we appreciate you uh, coming on and joining us for this chaotic uh, playoff prediction show. Absolutely, and uh, we're glad to have you. Let's get some closing comments. Mike, our purveyor of DAF stats, somehow your favorite driver got into our final four. Uh, I'm not sure how, um, but uh, it's it's got to be something you're you're feeling pretty good about. So, uh, what say you for your closing comments? I put it as a as a Hinting my tagline tonight, championship or bust for Kevin Harvick. I mean, that's all I got to really say. I'm happy, to, as always, to hang out with you folks and raise hail, praise Dale. And uh, Matt, we'll just uh, we'll go to you for uh, for some closing comments from you. Well, time to get ready for 2024. See which tracks I'll grace my presence with. Don't know yet. We'll just have to see when the schedule finally comes out. Hopefully between now and Christmas. But, uh... Enjoyed it as always, and maybe I'll be back at Mid-Ohio next year. Well, we're hoping we're going to have you uh, grace the presence of running on Scuffs a, a few more times in 2024 as well. So uh, we look forward to that. Zach Bell, uh, you have a uh, signature sign-off for us, I'm sure. Yeah, I just, of course, you know, I talked about my my uh, my dad a lot, you know, tonight and um, with Kurt Bush and everything. So, of course, Shout out to my parents for supporting my racing addiction. You know, uh, this weekend was a little more difficult to get to watch the races, but I was able to make it happen. Um, so yeah, just shouts out, of course, to my parents. You know, and all their support. And uh, you know, listen, I understand that you people, the listeners specifically, um, have a hate boner for Denny Hamlin, and that is a okay. But. When we get here, you know, November, I believe, 7th, um, and Denny Hamlin is crowned the champion of the sport, I'd like an apology from every single one of you in the comments section and Zach Williams. Not going to happen. I'm not going to ask anybody else. Not the apology. That you guys, you know, I understand that I drive the hate for Denny Hamlin, like, because of how much I love him, but you guys were pretty rational, but Zach Williams is not rational. I will one-up you. If Denny Hamlin wins the 2023 championship on the season-ending edition of this show, I will adorn a FedEx hat. 
All right. Well, you heard it here first. Better than the Patriots hat. Yeah, hey, watch him out. I want to comment uh, for on Zach Bell's uh, comment there. Though, this, I mean, this would be like uh, a year from hell for uh, Zach Williams here, for Chase Elliott to not make the playoffs and then Denny Hamlin win the championship. Like, that would be just – That's why both those things can't happen. Matt's seen the script. He knows. <laughs> we're we're... – we're, we're something different. Well, we're uh, we're gonna see whose script turns out to to be right. Zach, what say uh, Zach Williams? What say you for your closing comments? Oh, uh, just thanks everyone for tuning in and watching. I know I gave out quite a few business cards this weekend at Daytona. I hope some of them are tuned in and watching. Uh, you know, thank you guys for being such a great team. I want to thank the Daytona track uh, and all their staff for putting on a great event, and I got to be a part of it. And also, I didn't want to finish the show without showing off my uh, autographed hat I waited three hours in the sun for. So. You act like you're not from Florida and used to the three hours in the sun. I'm down. not I'm not used to three down. hours in Daytona. That's too far yes, south. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> it's like three an hours. hour and a half. Well, let's clarify that three hours in the Florida sun. Florida sun. Like, very, there's very a different. difference. But he lives in Florida. Like I can understand if it was an Ohioan down here. Like, oh my gosh, I was in three hours in the Florida sun. No, but you live like an hour and a half, two hours okay. north of that. Yeah, you can stand three hours in a crowd in the sun in I'm, Florida. Yeah. Sir, I go to Disney. <laughs> you are like packed in shoulder to shoulder. You're like glutton for punishment, too. Dan. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sure Matt Nicholson can attest here. Three hours of the Talladega sun isn't too. Uh, isn't <laughs> great bad, either. Stand in the three hours in the sun at Talladega in the summer, then call me tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I will say that when they let the fans go on the track, I went to go uh, kneel down and right run in on scuffs on the uh, double yellow line, and my knees were on fire. That's, that's, but did you write it? It was for yeah, the. I said yeah, it was go. it was for the. It was for the greater good. Uh, Dan, what say you for your closing comments here? Uh, I want to say thank you as always for coming hanging out with us. Uh, obviously, tonight's a little longer show than usual. Um, but glad you guys came and hung out with us. I know uh, Dylan and Austin. Um, I, I uh, both know them from previous jobs and, and love seeing their names pop up whenever we have comments. Um, but uh, thanks again, as always, for hanging out with us. And um, hopefully we'll see you again next week. And we will uh, talk some more NASCAR racing. Hopefully my bracket's right because, I mean, Truex won the championship I wouldn't be mad at. Well, you know, I certainly wouldn't either, Dan, and uh, I'm glad that that was how you decided to end your your comment. But I could go on. Uh, I could make this a three-hour show if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. Uh, I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate everybody for tuning in again. Uh, we wouldn't be here uh, for a year now without you guys uh, supporting us. Uh, we appreciate all our guests, Matt, uh, you being a part of that. Uh, we appreciate everyone who's on our team, who's been on our team, um, everyone who's just made Running on Scuffs uh, a success over this past year. Uh, and we're looking to, to bigger and better things uh, towards the end of 2023 and beyond uh, in 2024. So we look forward to it. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. And we're going to see how our playoff brackets look uh, after week one of the playoffs. So we'll see you guys next week.